0: the pounding begins the wagons are circled every wind is raided it's football time in america and this republic has never been stronger the sportsocracy beer city's best sports talk live from the Ingalls studio
1: it is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. We're seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to the sportsocracy.com click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. Join us in the chat for an overreaction Monday because, I mean, there was a lot that happened over the weekend. It's a I guess it's a victory Monday, technically. Uh,
2: it is for me because the Denver Broncos are awful. Uh, we got our first one of these already. Oh, I'm your huckleberry. Uh, Mike Tiley, welcome to the House of Reprehensibles. We have cake. Feel free to comment your drug of choice in the comments. Uh, but I want to say this, and I've been waiting to say this since about 10.05 last night. Uh uh-huh. How about them cowboys? <laughs> Holy Lord have mercy. You got smoked like a deli meat. Yeah, they did. I, I did not see that coming under Any stretch of the imagination. I never thought that San Francisco was that good, and I'll readily admit that. I am also fully prepared to say, as long as Dak Prescott is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, stop believing in them. Mm -hmm. Don't believe in them ever, Mm -hmm. ever again. If I ever say that again, Dallas Cowboys is the best team in the NFL. Punch me in the face immediately. (laughs) I'm giving you the license to do it. Let's just go, uh, is Dak Prescott still their quarterback? He's fine. Uh huh. But I feel like Dak Prescott is exactly what I have accused Brock Purdy of being, which is you're the king of average, and there's nothing around you that's good enough for you to win at a high level with that. I don't know that I have ever seen a team that I thought that highly of get dominated on every level. It didn't matter. You couldn't run the ball to save your life. You couldn't throw on that defense. And you let Brock Purdy, it honest to God, looked at a point to me like they were drawing plays up in the dirt. Mm -hmm. I think they saw the Detroit Lions run a play and they went, hey, let's try that. I mean, I don't know that we've ever run it before. I would almost bet you they haven't hey just see if it works you don't think they practice flea flickers in practice not like that i mean uh, that's a that's a different brand of flea flicker (laughs) but good lord have mercy Uh Uh Uh, patrick holton our youtube comments is san francisco that good or is dallas just mediocre like usual Yes.
1: San Francisco's that good. They're not that good. They are. They are. They're that not. Good. There's
2: no team in the history of the NFL that is good enough to make you look like that if you're not mediocre. Sorry. If you're good, you don't come out in a situation like that where you did not have a, a litany of games in this week that were must watch telev- television. Television. I mean, for the love of God, we're talking about Nathaniel Hackett beating the Denver Broncos. Mm hmm. That's how weak this week was. But we, just like Carrie Underwood says every week, we've been waiting all week for Sunday night. Yep. And what did you do? Grumperfest 99. (laughs) Micah Parsons, best defensive player in the NFL, forgot he was on the field for a full half. Yeah. Didn't even think about him being on the field. Was that the second half of the game? Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. At halftime, I went, I think I got this. Uh, we went to to Jelly Roll and, and Eric Church out at Bristol Motor Speedway, and and I walked a lot, mm-hmm. and I had a hundred and forty three fireballs. So by the, by halftime, I went, I think I got what's happening here. I'm gonna go take a bath. Yeah, and and that's exactly what I did. Poured some Epsom salts, lit a candle, had my little uh, my little no nicotine thing. Two days, no no lung treats. I'm on edge a little bit. Yeah. We're getting there.
1: <laughs> well, good. We're all glad that you're 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 growing in that fashion. Oh, but, let's just
2: hope we're not. But let's hope cow- I'm not growing. Your, your, your in the Dallas other
1: Cowboy fact. hatred, uh, it seems to be growing as well. And oh, it's not but, a hatred. Look, it's look, just you are who
2: you You are who we think you are every single year, because we fall for this every year. And you can change the pieces. There are a couple pieces that you cannot change. The coach is going to be a puppet of Jerry Jones. I don't care if the name changes. This one looks like Kirby and Tank had a child. And you threw him out there and told me he was this offensive guru. You got annihilated Uh by Steve Wilkes. Uh I know a lot of you Panther fans really love him. He is the definition of mediocre and has been his entire career. He was running circles around you. Just laughing at, you really think this is going to work against me? Oh, we don't have a corner that can cover CeeDee Lamb. Don't matter. Don't matter, don't matter, don't matter. Mm-hmm. Let him have his four catches for 49 yards that were as empty calories as a Jell-O puddin' cup. Yep. This is who you are. All right? You do something enough times. It's who you are. All right, if you're married and you cheat on your wife one time a year, you're a cheater. That's who you are. If you buy a new car and 6 months from now you wreck it and then you do that one more time, like seven more times, you're a bad driver.
1: <laughs> so, so the Dallas Cowboys who who famously had the 40 to nothing beatdown and were immediately the darling of the NFL we were all hoodwinked again, and this is just a mediocre-to-average team. Look at the
2: NFC right now. Uh, in the in the second hour of this program, we're going to talk about NFC contenders and pretenders to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. Yep. Can they beat any team that they play? Because you're not winning that division. Sorry, you're, you you're, you're giving Philadelphia an extra lap on you every time you lose. And they ain't losing this week either
1: mm-hmm. against the Zach Wilson led New York Jets. The Dallas Cowboys are exactly who I thought they were. Now I didn't expect that that to be that bad.
2: I mean, I but, didn't I, think I, but Any I was team in the NFL could
1: beat w- them like that. W- yeah, when you kept when you kept going on about the 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 line is wrong and this is the easiest game in the of the week to pick, I was thinking the exact same thing you were on the other side. I didn't Uh, say
2: this was the easiest game of the week to pick. I said that about Buffalo, and I was right.
1: (laughs) Uh, You did. You mentioned it about this game, and I went, no, it's it's actually the other way. Because San Francisco, to me, has always looked like the better team, the better well-oiled machine. Well, and, and we're going to talk Dallas, about that. We're, we're going to talk about the San Francisco side of this uh, in the next segment, right? But what I'm saying is the Dallas Cowboys to me have always been the number three team in the NFC. I'm not sure the three. Who, I'm not sure the three. You think they're worse than the Detroit Lions?
2: Oh God, yeah. Oh good lord, yeah. Okay. Oh good lord, d- d- Brock Purdy just eviscerated you Uh because Kyle Shanahan gets so creative that he uses that aggressiveness against you. You don't think our buddy Ben Johnson's going to do that same thing? Really? That's not even close to me. Wow. Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Detroit are the three best teams in the NFC. Then you get into a little hodgepodge of from one week to the next, you can be really good, or you can just take a big old grumper in your pants. And that's the Seattle Seahawks. And they did it against the Rams, mm-hmm. the Cowboys, who have now done it twice. I I want to put the Rams in there, but I'm not going to because you are just god awful defensively. I would say the Seahawks and the Cowboys are probably in a in a spot by themselves. Hmm. And you're closer to the Atlanta Falcons than you are to the Detroit Lions.
1: <laughs> you call it an overreaction, I, all you want uh, to. Yeah, I I think that's a vast overreaction what do they do well walking do away with?
2: from last night what do they do well? they
1: did nothing well last mm-hmm. night and that's well, the second to time san francisco that. more than it
2: does do, does it to speak dallas? to arizona because they did the exact same thing to you
1: yeah see that's I the thing kind of i does. can
2: take a blip oh we had a bad week seattle yep. all right seattle had one bad week you take that rams game out they're they're they are who we thought they were mm-hmm. the dallas cowboys have now had two of those one of them yes was against the 49ers who are I believe inarguably the best team in the NFL through five weeks of the season. You also had one against the Cardinals. And this is almost like probation. All right. I, I gave you a layup of you did something stupid and I put you on probation. But I told you, if you do this again, you're going to catch the punishment for both. We'll welcome Dallas Cowboy fan that can't stop getting liquored up and driving around town square. Right. I mean, you got three wins against the New England Patriots, the New York Jets, and the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. No person with an IQ above salad dressing doesn't think those three teams are three of the ten worst teams in the NFL. Agreed. Awesome. So you can beat the sin out of bad teams. Mm-hmm. Are, are, do you think they're going into Seattle and beating Seattle? No, no shot. No shot. Absolutely
1: no <laughs> shot. <laughs> okay.
2: You didn't run the ball well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mike will, McCarthy. will never be able to do it again. Like they'll they'll never be able to go up to Seattle and run the ball. If you can't do it in San Francisco, you can't do it in Seattle. Well, that's not what I said. Well, no, I that's said what you're they saying. You're saying it's that not this what i saying. If, if that's what
2: I wanted to Seattle. say, that's what I would say. <laughs> what I'm saying is this team has holes at every layer. Now that you don't have now that you don't have Trayvon Diggs, your secondary sucks. And literally, Kyle Shanahan sat here and played with you. Oh, you want to put Trayvon Diggs on him? Cool, I'll go to the other side. Because everything you have out here is god-awful. George Kittle, you knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. They still couldn't stop it. Mm-hmm. On the second touchdown, or not the, it was the first one. The first one was just the the, the routine, basic, hey, I'm wide open at the back of the end zone. The safety called out who the play was going to. They still got it wrong. That's that's hard to do. When you look at 11 guys and go, that's who they're throwing to, and yet somehow you still go, Oh shoot. Oh shoot. We (laughs) forgot all about him. I just
0: said it.
1: Right.
2: Dallas Cowboys are who who, they're exactly who everybody tried to tell me when I jumped on this bandwagon. You Micah Parsons, real well. Yep. Your offensive play caller is a joke. Is an absolute joke. So you want to beat up on bad teams? Cool. Mm -hmm. Go ten and seven. Walk into the playoffs. You're gonna have to beat that team, Philadelphia. Uh probably won't have to go to seattle because they're not going to win that division i'm not sure you can beat i'm not sure you can beat who wins the south in their house new orleans saints that team that just annihilated bill belichick you feel good about them going into new orleans because i don't
1: yeah i i think they had a bad day and I think you picked a bad awesome. day to have a bad uh, day.
2: Awesome. That's your second bad day. Sure. And
1: I get Man, it. Man, you're making I was an awful big habit
2: of having bad Look, days.
1: I'm the one that said after the Arizona game was, maybe these guys aren't really all they're cracked up to be. But I'm not ready to jump out and say that they're just a mediocre team. I mean, this is still a good football team. If you, you just think ran they're into in the top five of off.
2: the NFC, if they're better than five in the NFC right now, I honestly think you're actively smoking crack. <laughs> Philadelphia will toy with them. No doubt. San Francisco will toy with them. Yes. I don't know how you're supposed to cover D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I don't know how you're going to creatively deal with, with Ben Johnson. Uh, to me, mm, you're irrelevant.
1: Just irrelevant.
2: Okay. You are, uh, you'll are. you make the playoffs. You'll go in and get beat just
1: like you do every single year. Okay. The San Francisco 49ers did the one thing to the Dallas Cowboys that you can't do, and that is just get out of Punch them in the face, and then you get so far ahead that what do you have to do? You have to let you have to have Dak Prescott m- make you the plays. Well, I would agree with that, except you couldn't run when you were trying to. And I get it. I and mean, you're if not this, going if this to. Game had stayed Nobody's going to like. Nobody's going to run the
2: ball you're, against. This you're team. the second person I've heard say that today. That that San Francisco jumped out on top of them. Yes, they were up twenty-one to seven. Game is still very much in play. Mm-hmm. You got the ball with roughly a minute left, and after two plays, you rolled over and died because you went. There is a better chance that we score for them than we score for ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's everything I needed to see. That's exactly when I went. I, I know how this is going to go. Now I didn't expect Dak to throw three interceptions in a row. Right. That was even a little further to the to the
1: outside. Yeah. But this is but this is what happens with Dak. Okay, when uh, Dak gets into these positions, he thinks he has to he he has to do it, right? He has to make the throw, he has to push it into a window, he has to make the play. He has to, do, you know, and he gets into trouble. All right, let me ask you a question and and maybe this will this will more hammer home my
2: point on Dallas. Dak Prescott is a top blank quarterback. 15. Tony Pollard in that run game is top what in the NFL? 5. <laughs> okay I'm, I'm give you a shot to do that again
1: uh-huh because what do you mean not. statistically speaking this season I, i'm talking about where i feel of, they should be
2: of where you are in the nfl i would say top 10 or 12 and i think i'm being nice okay you tony pollard fine mm-hmm. but i'm starting to understand why you did not give him a full full workload because he just regresses every single week receiving core you're what top 10 maybe yeah And your defense. Mm -hmm. You Micah Parsons real well. Mm -hmm. You have one sieve on the opposite side of your defense, and your safeties aren't very good. So you're a top 10-ish team in the league. Mm -hmm. That makes you the fifth best team in the NFC. We've been almost dead split on the two conferences every time we've done power rankings. Mm -hmm. You're not elite at anything. You were when you had Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs because you could... Get up in one and two receivers' faces. You still struggled a little bit in the slot at times. But Bland was hanging, uh, was was doing enough for that not to be a complete liability. Mm-hmm. And you were getting home so fast that it didn't matter. Well, now look at those three teams and realize that two of the three of them were in the top five in the NFL in sacks allowed. You've played one team with a legit, um, legitimate offensive line, and I'm pretty sure Brock Purdy took his jersey from last night and folded it up and put it back in the dresser so he could wear it next week. <laughs> right. I get what you're saying. You're a wild card team that will go into the playoffs, and you might you might represent yourself well. You might even win a game. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to come up against this team. You're going to come up against Philadelphia. You're going to come up against Detroit, and you're not in their white
1: class. Interesting. You're in the sports accuracy. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned in one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville. Nashville, November 10th and 12th, proudly sponsored by Ingalls Markets.
3: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times. And that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
0: The sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. It is ESPN Asheville, and it
1: is an overreaction Monday. The Dallas Cowboys get absolutely handled last night, dominated by the San Francisco 49ers. And now it's time for a fight accompli. Wow. 42-10. to
2: 10. You know I like being right more than I like being alive. Yes, sir. We do. So now I have to admit where I was wrong. San Francisco is the best team in the NFL, and I'm not sure it's even close. Yep. I am still not to the Brock Purdy's the MVP, which is where Vegas is right now. (laughs) I'm not there. Uh Uh-huh. But I was too low on Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. He's better than I thought. Yes, he is. And there's one very specific reason why. He's always on time. All right, so here's how the dichotomy of my day went yesterday. I went from watching the gross fest of the Denver Broncos and the New York Jets, which we're going to talk about later, Mm -hmm. and Zach Wilson and Russell Wilson, who have broke watches because they're always late. Then I watched Dak Prescott, who seems to be running behind quite often. Mm -hmm. And then I watched Brock Purdy and just realized, you're never behind on a throw. When that guy flashes open, they never show a highlight where you go, right here was where the ball was supposed to come out. And he's a hitch late. He's a step late. It never happens. And I think this is why there was a rumor that Kyle Shanahan was so high on Mac Jones. I'm not sure. I know definitively he couldn't have done this. But this is the quarterback he wants. Mm -hmm. This is why Trey Lance didn't work. Because he was always late. In the limited action that we saw. Brock Purdy does exactly what he's told to do, nothing more, nothing less. Mm-hmm. And he allows Kyle Shanahan to draw up these master classes offensively every single week. You've got Christian McCaffrey back behind him that you have to know where he is on every play. There was a play last night where they isolated, I think it was Debo out of the backfield. They lined Debo up at running back, and then he just goes out on a very, it's a phantom motion. He's not actually going out. He's just trying to isolate who's on him. All Brock Purdy did was send him out and go, linebacker, nothing you do is going to change this. Because there is nothing based on what I am seeing that you could do that will not leave him wide open one-on-one on that linebacker that can't cover him. Right. It's brilliant. It's the same thing I see Ben Johnson doing with the Lions.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But Shanahan's more efficient at it. And his running back's not <clears throat> David Montgomery. <laughs> Man, I hate him. <laughs> why do you hate him so right, david my, yeah let's give a dude 407 carries that averages of eight feet per carry i mean
1: that was the layup yesterday it was the layup and you talked yourself out of it he wasn't all that great oh god he had like 25 points in dfs uh I don't, it was a lot it, see, was, it was a lot man.
2: well he was touchdown <laughs> dependent exactly like <laughs> i said right. the only thing is that there were only a handful of other good
1: running backs good thing is i yeah. had two of them yeah well, I'm glad you finally are coming around on Brock Purdy is not a terrible quarterback. I never um, said he
2: was terrible. I never you, said you're doing that you Justin did, Jefferson thing was all over again. Special? That's he. And I still don't believe he's special. I think he has a special brain.
1: See, I, see, that's the that he has a special brain the thing. Justin he Parton in the special. YouTube
2: comments said Purdy's efficiency reminds me of Breeze. Um, I'm, I'm, you beat me to the punch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees was nothing special, except between the ears. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and I'm not sure that that's not exactly. You don't where have you're to
1: headed. be special physically.
2: Right? I detest this con- this comparison to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You did it earlier, Absolutely and I, I felt did. blood coming out of my ear. Th- those two are not. Th- there is no similarity here.
1: Oh, I disagree. Well,
2: you're saying that because one of them went 199 in the sixth round, and the other one was the last pick of the draft. No, I'm. I say- evaluated both of them. Tom Brady was an actual legit prospect, and then, uh, uh, oh, what's it? Lloyd Carr mm-hmm. got just. It fell in love with Drew Henson and tried to shoehorn him in. No, there were teams that thought Tom Brady was a draftable quarterback. Mm -hmm. Every person I know in the NFL, not one of them had a draftable grade on on Brock Purdy. Sure. But that's why this works. This works because Kyle Shanahan needs a coach on the field that has enough arm talent, and he has more arm talent than I thought he did, Mm -hmm. that has enough arm talent to make that difficult throw. But I'm not going to ask you to do that very often. Usually what I'm going to do is give you three reads. Three. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. I watched him do it all night. You got the primary read, you got the secondary read, and then there's a check down. And he is doing that so quickly, disseminating what the defense is giving him, that you can't adjust to it. And I don't know how anybody stops it. Because you look at Ayuk, who has become everything that, that they wanted him to be. Debo's the move piece, and now you got another one of those in mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey that you don't know exactly where the, where he's going, and he creates matchup nightmares everywhere. And I didn't even mention George Kittle. Nope. No, you didn't. And the other place I was wrong is that offensive line is somehow much better than I thought they were. They, they moved Micah Parsons around last night just exactly like I thought they would. It didn't
1: matter. No, they it handled did it. Did not matter. There was always somebody there. To stand in 11's way to make him just slow and you kept saying Michael Parsons he wasn't in, he 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 didn't show up last night I forgot he was on the field for half that's because San Francisco and the the scheme look you know me I'm not the X's and O's guy but I can look and when you're when when you have a play and I know that there's going to be at least two bodies that go on eleven you're doing something right and they did it every play last mm-hmm. night. It was, he, there was always somebody secondary coming with the contact or to just push him off before he could get to Brock Purdy, just to save him that little extra sliver of time. And then Brock's going to deliver the ball exactly where it needs to go. That When I make the, the comparison with him and Tom Brady, the things that I see in him, there are similar things that we see in him and Tom. It's I see the nothing mobility. similar between the two of them. Well, That's crazy to me because nobody had pro- pocket presence in the NFL like Tom Brady. And mm-hmm. Brock Purdy does exactly the same things. Well, he's see, dancing around this the pocket. Is where, he's stepping up within the framework. He's not he's not tucking it and running it like a lot of guys are. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm not directly saying this to you. I'm saying it to anybody that's made this comparison. If you watch
2: the two of them, game for game, and you knew nothing about them, mm-hmm. take out where they were drafted. There is zero comparison between the two, and it's disrespectful to Tom. Tom did all kinds of things pre-snap. Mm-hmm. A lot of these are generated for Purdy, and he has to disseminate what's happening as it's going. It's two completely different ways of playing quarterback. I actually, and I see that one of our Saints fans, Cousin Colin, doesn't love the the Breeze comparison. I think it's the best comparison there is, and let me tell you why. In San Diego, Drew Breeze was good, not great. He got into a system with Sean Payton that fit him perfectly. Where I got stuck here is that I guess I didn't give Kyle Shanahan enough credit because he goes into the playoffs and drops off. And I look now at Purdy and how you fit. I still believe that with 28 other NFL teams, Brock Purdy is a backup quarterback in this league. But here's where I got lost. I got lost after the comma. Doesn't matter. They're not asking him to to play for the Jets or play for the Giants. You're playing on the most talented roster in the league with one of the most original, original, creative play callers. I almost turned that into one word. In this league, you're doing what you're asked to do, and that's where it's hard for some people like me that do a lot of draft things. I'm trying to shoehorn you into 32 teams. Mm-hmm. You don't
1: shoehorn into 32 teams. No, you, you got play one. for one. Yeah. I got and one I, team. And I missed it on Brock Purdy. I got one team, and this works better than anybody has ever worked in the system before. And you know, there's a reason. There's a reason why Vegas has now got him at the at the front of the MVP race. It's because he's the quarterback of the best team on the you know on the planet. Right? all you always get that with the best player on the best or, or the the leader of well, he's not the winning best MVP. I, you don't think so? he's
2: not winning mvp there's too many players on that team that will take too much kudos away from him mm-hmm. plus the fact that we have Tua a tongue of who may throw for nine thousand yards so he ain't winning Maybe. mvp do not throw your money away on that the further down this line we go mm-hmm. but that's not a slight to say More, you're not the MVP of the league, I'm not slighting you. I'm admitting that I got this wrong. It's very impressive. San Francisco is the best team in the league, and I'm not sure that anybody's even close. I, I really I, I believe that. Yeah. And uh, Gage Campbell in our YouTube comments.
4: I'm your huckleberry.
2: Said if the Eagles fix the red zone issues, look out. They, mm-hmm. they miss Shane Steichen. I, I agree with you that Philadelphia is good, and they are getting better by the week. You're four steps behind San Francisco right now. And that's not a shot because you're the only team in the NFL that's four steps behind them. Everybody else, they're so far out in front of you that you're going to need them to stub their toe to catch them. Yep.
1: And the important thing is we don't have to play them for a while.
0: Correct.
1: <laughs> you know, if we're the Philadelphia Eagles, we're looking at this going, you know what, I've got, oh, what's that, eight weeks now, six weeks, seven weeks, something like that, to get ready for this Philadelphia team that we're going to see. And we'll see. I think that's, I mean, mark it down on your calendars. That's the game of the year.
2: I would agree. I would agree. And I I think now you're on a collision course for a, a a repeat of the the conference championship game last year. I just have a funny feeling it's going to be in San Francisco this year. Mm -hmm. And that stadium was
1: insanely loud. Yes, they were. They were. It was a great night for the San Francisco faithful and, uh, Great night for San Francisco and Brock Purdy because now, now that Jeremy Green's on his side, nothing's holding him back, right? Uh, John Seagrove in the YouTube comments uh, from the UK said
2: he's been a 49ers fan since the 80s, and this may be the most impressive team I've seen on the field. Mm-hmm. That should really tell you everything you need to know, considering that means he lived through, lived through the Montana Rice years. He lived through the Steve Young Rice years. That, that says a lot. Uh, And Andrew Ayers asked, he's a top 15 quarterback. You willing to admit that? Yep, sure am. I'm not really willing to go because that's kind of a biased stat. In this offense, he might be a top five quarterback in the league. Do I think he's a top five talent? No, but that's where I missed it. I don't care how good of a talent you are. Mm -hmm. I care how good you are right here. And he's phenomenal,
1: and they are a juggernaut you're in the sportsocracy and that is not an overreaction on an overreaction monday you're on espn asheville some have
0: said that rallying middle schoolers is a lot like herding cats to the moms and dads out there who control the chaos and make herding cats look more like corralling kittens we at ingles tip our hats ingles
1: with a Southern Hospitality Touch. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors,
2: zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two,
1: running the option.
2: There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green.
1: And number three, at 6% ABV, Max Protect. Always drink responsibly, and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. Boy, you must be outside your mind.
0: The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed.
1: It is ESPN Asheville. Time to get just a bit outside here. Uh, Overreaction Monday in the Sportsocracy. And it is not an overreaction to say that Mario Cristobal is a moron. Did I, I mean, did you see how that happened? Oh, the Miami Hurricanes play in the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets of all teams. This is the team that, Jeremy, you've tried to sell to me. Oh, Miami, they're a threat in the ACC. This is a team that went up against the Georgia Tech. Well, you know, you know what I mean. Um, And they come down to the end of the ball game, and they run a 10-play, five-and-a-half-minute drive to eat up the clock because they've got a lead. Well, with just over 30 seconds left in the ballgame, they decided, ah, let's run it one more time. And as we all know, you play with fate, and the gods are going to kick you into keister. You faw, you will quickly foe. At that point, it was that uh, Miami fumbles... Georgia Tech recovers and then in a span of 45 seconds let them go 75 yards for the game winning touchdown at the buzzer and Miami turns their season into excrement on one boneheaded play where your coach didn't go oh wait there's less time on the clock than there is on the play clock maybe maybe we should just take a knee and be gone. Um, I, I had s- several people on Twitter ask me for my response.
2: Uh, I did not see this until Sunday morning because we were at the at the Jelly Roll concert, and and I've thought about it, and I've uh, I've really collected my thoughts, and and here is my reaction to what happened to Miami. That's a shame. You you really <laughs> hate to see that. That's. Uh...
0: <laughs>
2: there it is. I was waiting <sighs> on that. That's a, that's a special that's a special uh, brand of stupid right there. It is. That's uh, I, I've
1: seen a lot, you know, in in this game, and uh, that that was a new one. Yep, yep. I, you know, I I forever connected in my mind the Miami Hurricanes and the Dallas Cowboys back in the nineties. You know, the whole Jimmy Johnson Michael Irvin thing, like it just made sense. It really makes sense now, because to me this is. I mean, Dallas didn't do anything this stupid, but your failure of this weekend was about as equal. Uh, did you watch any of the North Carolina Tar Heels, undefeated
2: Tar Heels? <laughs> you damn right I did. And and the Syracuse Orange. Did you happen to see a, a, an athletic play made by Ben Kiernan? It's the punter for North Carolina. He lines up it's fourth and three. Carolina's up three to nothing. About five and a half minutes left to go in the first quarter. Well, he goes to do the little Australian rules punt thing. Well, Syracuse kind of saw that coming, and they blocked it. Well, it kind of went up in the air, and he just snatches it out of the air and runs for a first down. There's only one problem with when you do that, because, see, you're a a whittle feller. You're just a whittle, little itty-bitty punter. And there are some very large men on the other side. He got hit quite possibly as hard as I have ever seen a player get hit. (laughs) He got hit so hard they had to replace his helmet. He posted a picture on social media of his face mask. It's dented (laughs) all the way in. like It looks like it had to be touching his nose when they pried this thing off of him. I don't know that I've ever seen that. At least not that. I mean, I've seen them get dented and, and things like that. This one has about a six-inch bend in it from where he got obliterated.
1: Like his was made out of aluminum or something.
2: Oh, I've always thought that. Like, little little, little putter boy, you should have a much bigger cage on your on your helmet. Because
1: <laughs> you need more protection. Because
2: you, if you get hit, you might die.
1: <laughs> uh, you really try to stay away from hits like that when you're that little but one would think yeah yeah so he got maitred oh oh yeah and just tease and peas
2: oh no he's fine
1: he hopped right back out. he was the one that shared the picture of his face mask like nice.
2: hey look what happened Is somebody answer that phone please
1: right right uh hey your chance to win coming up tomorrow right here in the sportsocracy we're going to have some more tickets to give away for the uh Asheville championships live at the Harris Cherokee center, Asheville, November 10th and 12th. We got two tickets going out each and every day for each session. So you can go to both days on us Tuesdays and Thursdays until the tournament comes up. Uh, it is November the 10th and the 12th Harris Cherokee center, Asheville, go to Ashevillechampionship.com to get your tickets. And for more info, All right, it's time to go overreaction Monday, contender, pretender. Who who does Jeremy now say is dog water? Well,
2: in the AFC, would you like to hear the list of teams that don't have two or three wins? Yes. Uh, The Chiefs and the Dolphins are both four and one. Okay. The Patriots and the Broncos are both one and four. The Raiders are one and three, but they could go to two and three tonight. Mm -hmm. Pick coming up for that. In the next segment, all other 11 teams in the AFC either have two or three wins. I think we can agree on a few of them. Jacksonville, your high side is really good. Yes. Baltimore, your high side is really good. Yes. Buffalo, your high side is really good. Yes. Cleveland, I would say your high side is really good. Mm Mm-hmm. But there are a few teams that I've looked at the schedule and looked at how things break down and I just want to see if you think these teams will still be in the picture when we're 3 weeks out and it's in the hunt.
1: Okay. Cincinnati Bengals. Uh yeah. Yeah, they'll be in the hunt. Yeah, they did something yesterday that
2: I hadn't seen them do. Uh, They protected Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. You remember that thing about the calf where, oh, he can't get one (laughs) downfield. Yeah, Uh, he apparently heard a lot of us say that and went, hey, y'all, watch this. Yep. Bet you I can. Mm -hmm. Bet I can.
1: And I bet I can do it a few times. And there were a couple where he, I mean, he laid into it. Where you could see where he took the hop, skip, and a jump forward and went, Look at my foot now. It it appears that the calf is getting better. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said,
2: you now have a three-week stretch that is evil. You play the Seahawks at home this week. Mm -hmm. Then is your bye week at the 49ers and the Bills. And it ain't great after that because you go Texans at the Ravens, Steelers at the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. This is a team that if they are able to stay in the hunt and somehow sneak into the playoffs, this is who everybody wants to keep out. Yes. Because if you get this right, you're still every bit as good as we thought you were. It's just started really clunky. Mm -hmm. And the more time we give Joe to get healthy, the worse off it's going to be for all of us. Mm -hmm.
1: And that's a team that I look at and I go, you know, they can get hot and they can be a thorn for everybody. They can be at a fly at, in the ointment. I look at them against Seattle and go S- I don't think Seattle gets after the quarterback very well and I think you you, you could outscore them. They can. It just depends on the day. It mm-hmm. is inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh 49ers that, you're you win
2: that France. game and you go into the bye week 3 and 3, you come out with a whole lot of momentum. Right. You and go- you give San Francisco that first loss. uh mm-hmm. Uh-oh.
1: We oh, we be. have fodd and fode. That will definitely be a warning sign. But even if you don't, just be competitive. You're competitive in that game. It comes down to the end. The Buffalo Bills they can give you a game anywhere. So that's a, yeah. You can go in and you can beat Buffalo at home. And then we're talking about a different team. So because none of those uh, other teams really scare me all that much. So we're both looking at the Cincinnati Bengals,
2: saying playoff contender. Absolutely. Pittsburgh Steelers three and two, had one of the weirdest comebacks I have ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. Contender, pretender.
1: And now this is just to make the playoffs. Then they're definitely a contender to make the playoffs. I, I, I don't know. This team is so damn inconsistent. That it's driving me, and I'm sure all Steelers fans crazy. Of I don't know one week to another which team is going to come out here. The only solid thing that I have is my defense is really good. Your defense is really good at times.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamar Jackson got pretty much whatever he wanted yesterday. You got insanely lucky to come out of uh, out of that with a win. And I'm going to say I'm going to say pretender. Really. I'm just looking at the schedule going, you play way too many teams that are way too good offensively, and I don't think any picket can do it. Mm-hmm. You One drive is all he had the entire game. And it just so happened there was a – it wasn't even a busted coverage. It was just George Pickens He's beat fast, Marlon Humphrey right. aggressively. Right. Yeah, I don't think Marlon Humphrey knew he was as fast as he is he played that really tight and then went, uh-oh. There's a couple more that are going to find that out. I I would agree. And, and I'm looking at, Pittsburgh's got the bye this week. I'm curious how they come out after that on the road against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Because that Rams team is interesting to me. And they are everything that Pittsburgh does not want to play. So I will say they're a contender. I do not see a path with Kenny Pickett to you make the playoffs. Or a pretender. Not yes. contender. Uh, not a contender. Yes. They are a pretender. Yes. Okay. All right. Indianapolis Colts.
1: You don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. But you almost have to. I I, I don't have to. I don't have to say it.
2: I, Look at their schedule and tell me you don't have to say it.
1: Yeah. Oh, You get God. a lot
2: of Saints, oh. Panthers, Patriots, Buccaneers, Titans, Steelers, Falcons, Raiders, Texans. A hundred percent they're a contender. Whether they should be or not. Mm. They are going to be in the thick of this whether they should be or not.
1: Maybe it's a big maybe for me,
2: and now I'm gonna ask a question. And it's are they better off with Gardner Manchu or Anthony Richardson? Gardner, it's Gardner, and it's not close. Yeah, they're better off with Gardner. I am in five games, and it's actually four because he sat one entirely. Anthony Richardson has been put out of three games Mm -hmm. in four, Mm -hmm. and now with this AC joint thing, this is all pain tolerance, it's on the throwing shoulder. I would say he's out for two or three weeks.
1: And I'm not sure you're not better off at of Gardner. You back him off, see what you can do. You back him off, see what you can do, bench him for a little while, and you come through the Jaguars, Browns, Saints stretch here over the next three games. You win one of those. Well, because this is three de-
2: – well, two defenses. I don't want Anthony Richardson seeing the Browns. Nope. I don't want him seeing the Saints. Nope. I'll bring him back on that uh, in Charlotte
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, against Carolina and then go Patriots, Buccaneers, and and that Titans team. Yep, and I think I'll be just fine. Maybe I think the Indianapolis culture are a contender.
1: I do not. I, I I don't see any way they're not. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not. When you can
2: run it. the ball like that, mm-hmm. Zach Moss is pretty good, and you have got Jonathan Taylor that will be back to full speed within a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't see how you can say pretender. I I really don't. Even if you don't believe in them, the schedule is awful.
1: I don't disagree. However, um, they're also not a team that I'm gonna that that I can give the oh you're playing the Patriots, so <laughs> you should. Why uh, any team other than New
2: York Jets plays eh. the Patriots? Uh, take the other side. Eh. We'll we'll talk about New England later. Yeah. Uh, so the Bucs, that's not a given. The so Titans, I, so they I'm can just get after you. you. Uh, the Titans again. I <laughs> did you watch yesterday? Because I did way more of it than I should have. <laughs> So I'm going to assume you're going to say the Titans and the Texans are both pretenders too. Yes, I can. I, I can get down with the Titans. Mm-hmm. The Texans are going to be that scrappy, annoying team of the AFC. You just have a talent deficiency,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it showed. It, it showed yesterday. You let Desmond Ritter look like an NFL quarterback, and he's not. I did love that they kept showing him going, look how good he is. No he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's this not. is this defense is just not
1: good. Woo, he threw for over three hundred yards.
2: Yeah. Well, that's fine. All right, I have two more that I think are, are are at least worth debating. Okay. Los Angeles Chargers, contender or pretender.
1: I'm gonna say pretender. I am too. I I really do. I'm gonna know. say
2: the exact opposite thing that I said about the Indianapolis Colts about the Chargers. You are not good enough to come through, you're not coached well enough to come through what you've got to do here. I'd agree. You play the Cowboys next week on Monday Night Football, and to say they're going to be a touch perturbed is the understatement of the year. Then you go at the Chiefs, still got a game with the Lions at the Packers once it gets cold, Mm -hmm. the Ravens, the Bills, and the Chiefs again. There's eight games that I could easily see you losing. Absolutely. And you're at a coaching disadvantage in all of them. Mm -hmm. you got plenty of talent. That's never been the problem. I just don't know that you're going to beat well-coached teams. You play with fire against Josh McDaniels, you can sneak out of it and be a uh, hunky-dunky. Yeah,
1: I'm definitely not betting on it. I'm not either. Uh, so I'm not I'm, – I'll say they're in the pretender category. And now I'm going to ask one more. Mm-hmm. The New York Jets! <laughs> you're going to laugh. You heard Rex Ryan give this impassioned. Look, look, earlier today on Greenie, uh, Rex Ryan was going all just you know, Mr. spitting facts here. Yeah. And, and facts he, don't and, care about you. And, and he was. And he was spitting facts about the fact that this is a very good defensive team. That uh you well, know, it's not it, in the first eventually. half.
2: In the second half, they they go to the locker room and they go, Oh, wait, we're good at defense. Maybe we should do that.
1: And eventually, you got to figure out if you're Nathaniel Hackett, which I think this past week, if he hasn't gotten it by now, then he needs to be tested hundred percent, you know some kind of a illness.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 can I say it? Can I say it? Because I said it a thousand times Go yesterday. Ahead. I've been waiting to say it on the microphone.
1: Run the damn ball! That <laughs> you need to give Brees Hall the ball, right? He He's needs- averaging seven point two yards carrying. Mm-hmm. and he had what 22 carries yesterday yes so I, I mean he's he looks like he's learning now if they're going to continue to do that limit the ability of zach wilson to throw the game away for you maybe you know he started making the case that dalvin cook is you know looking better more in shape week by week and so some point he becomes a threat as well and then you got a two-headed monster but oh we got michael carter and he just on and on and on we could this could i be don't a care good about team. any of the things you just said None of it. I heard Rex Ryan's whole impassioned plea.
2: I don't care about anything you just said. Okay. Other than Christian McCaffrey, Brees Hall is the best running back in this league, and I don't think anybody's even close to him. The Denver Broncos had eight people in the box the entire game. I get the defense is bad. I don't care. You have a quarterback that you know definitively can't beat you. Mm -hmm. Didn't matter. Mm -hmm. Didn't matter. Hasn't mattered all season long. Among running backs that have more than 35 carries, Devin A. average averaging 13 yards a carry. It's on 38 carries. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's he's still very much a specialty back. Right. How many other players in the NFL that qualify are within two yards a carry of Brace Hall? None. It's zero. It's zero with no quarterback. And I saw enough yesterday from Zach to go, you know what? We can win in spite of you. Probably not because of you. And the schedule leans out. I'm not telling you they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying that. I'm saying they're going to hang around and be on the
1: bottom of that graphic way longer than you want them to. What did I tell you, Jeremy? Three weeks ago when you said, I'm done with this team, they're going to make you care. You're in the sports accuracy. Jeremy's got bangers for Monday Night Football coming up next. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
4: Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC.
3: Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. coffee's
2: the clothes home. Get them the money! And we you get the money... You get a power.
0: That watch costs more than your car. Then
2: when you get a power.
0: then you get the will.
2: Monday Night Football. Yeah, we're starting a streak here of primetime games where the NFL is just looking at us going, it's two NFL teams. You're going to watch it because it's better than anything else on television. And it starts tonight with the Green Bay Packers and the Las Vegas Raiders. This is Green on Green brought to you by Angles Markets. Low prices, love the savings. The Raiders are a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home, over-unders 46-and-a-half. I am very much of the belief when you hear hoofbeats, it makes a lot more sense to assume horses than zebras. The Raiders are not a very good team, but they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. What that tell you? That tells you that Vegas doesn't really believe in Green Bay, and they're baiting you into doing something stupid. And I may or may not be falling for it, because I'm taking the Raiders minus the two-and-a-half. I'll go under the 46 and a half. Neither of these offenses really move me, and neither of these defenses really move me. But this is one of those times that you're setting a number begging for people to do the wrong thing, and I'll be one of them. Raiders are going to win this game outright. I'll say your final score is 20-17, to Las Vegas Raiders. For more, find us on all the social medias, at the Sportsocracy, and as always, love the savings with Ingles, love the winnings with me. it out.
0: The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the ingle Studio. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy
1: on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we are seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com. Click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. So you can join us in the chat. It is an overreaction Monday, and, um, well, we did the uh, AFCs, pretenders and contenders. We're we'll do the do, NFC we're, later. Yeah, we're going to do the NFC coming up in a minute, but... It's time to talk some college football, cause well, there's one team that made me a very happy man this weekend. Actually, there's two teams that made me a very happy man this weekend, but one of them is at the top of the heap at number one, the Georgia Bulldogs. Um you ready to take anything back you said or No. No? No? Still just just overrated?
2: You're not the number one team in the country, but it was an impressive win over Kentucky. Okay. Okay. And in the next three weeks, you play Vanderbilt, Florida, and Missouri. Uh, we. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing I said previously. Mm-hmm. You better make damn sure you don't lose one of those, because if you do, you will be Texas-level
1: irrelevant. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Poor Texas. Oh, no. shoot. Oh, well, did you see how, you know,
0: it, it, did see how the, dejected
1: that, McConaughey was?
2: It, it, do you find it ironic that Texas and Dallas are in the same state? and and yet they do the same thing to you every single year hey you believe in them you believe in them and lucy pulls the football
1: oh and he went flying it's almost as if they're from new york
2: no we don't ever have hope they just you give me hope we dash that in four plays. okay <laughs> At this point i'm just trying to find a reason
0: to keep watching it on sunday right. that's right. all i got
1: right contender or pretender who are you starting with I think the one to
2: start with is the, uh, the, the the narrative of the weekend. Brent Venables in Oklahoma are back. You're you not, better pray to God you don't make this playoff because you will get embarrassed by every
1: single one. You're not, of you're not a believer. After, I'm, I'm not. After they stood up to, uh, to Texas and that tough defense. I was more disappointed in
2: Texas than I was proud of Oklahoma.
0: Really? Okay. I don't
2: buy that team. I, I just don't. Why? What What is it about them that you don't like? What do you do particularly well? Do you defend well at all? Nah. No. No, you play somebody with big boy talent. All right, just I'm curious. What do you think the spread would be
1: if Oklahoma played Georgia right now? Um, Let's say Georgia minus 17. If it's anything less
2: than 20 and a half, I'll bet my house on it. Really? No doubt. I'm just embarrassed. Uh, I can actually tell you what it would be. Uh...
1: 14 and a half. 14 and a half. There you go. That's respectable.
2: I, and I i don't see any shots you can hold up to that. Yeah. I, I just i think Oklahoma is a, a fictitious team that plays one team the entire year. I won't be shocked if you play them in the Big 12 title game and they beat you, and then you're both sitting on the sidewalk going, mm-hmm. oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, we got to go to the SEC and hang out with them. I don't. I don't buy Brent Venables don't buy it at all. Is, by the way, is Brent Venables directly related to Death? Uh, <laughs> he like, is. I, that is one of the weirdest looking humans I've ever seen in my life. He is. He they is. put that gold cowboy hat on him, and I went, "You should not do that because you don't." That that looks weird on no. you. No. Yeah,
1: he's definitely cousins with the guy who played uh, Death in the Bill and Ted Bogus Adventure movie. um I think he's also related to Adam Silver. No doubt, and their great great grandfather was Nosferatu. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I'm going to say that was funny. The first Dracula, the old Dracula that oh, they show oh, in oh, all oh. the commercials. Yeah, he's Brent, been on a few Reese Cup commercials. I know you've seen it. Yeah, Brent
2: Venables <laughs> is the only person that lives in the sun and yet never gets tan. How how do you do that? You spend your whole life outside and yet you're transparent. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, I don't see a path that Oklahoma makes the playoff, short of. Every team in front of them loses to somebody. That
1: they I was going to say, if they go undefeated in the Big Twelve and they win the Big Twelve championship, and there's, you know, four teams that have one loss, ahead, you know, in the rankings with them,
2: they're getting in. Well, and here's my problem with that. I, I told you this before the show. All right, Oklahoma, or Georgia doesn't play a team that they can lose to. They don't. I mean, you Tennessee might give you a game, mm-hmm.
0: maybe. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I don't see a loss on the schedule, so let's just pencil them in. If Michigan and Ohio State. The only team I could say either one I'm
1: losing to is the other one. And I don't buy Ohio State at all. Or Penn State. Penn State could beat Ohio State. <sighs> they could. I feel like this is the closest James Franklin's ever been to actually knocking off the big I, I would agree with that. Okay. I think I they would could very
2: easily pull that. So. But Penn State's kind of my, that, that's kind of the, the point I'm trying to make. Is, all right, so let's say Ohio State has a win over Notre Dame, has a win over Penn State. They lose to Michigan at the end of the regular season, then beat them in the Big Ten title game. Who you leaving out? Mm-hmm. Either one of them for Oklahoma because, to me, there's not a snowball's chance in Atlanta I would leave either of those teams out for – because you beat Atlanta. SMU, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. This is the same argument I made with Cincinnati. All
1: right, I, I know exactly where you're at here, and it's not in the class of these other guys. This lines up perfectly for what we have seen with Pac-12 teams forever,
2: right? Well, that's my fear is that now you're going to leave out the Pac-12 champion because nobody watches their games because they're late at night and four of them would beat Oklahoma like a kettle. drum.
1: I don't think the committee is getting this wrong. Regardless, the, the committee, oh, I you trust have the... way more faith in that committee. than Absolutely. I, I trust the committee to pull us four teams that, you know, by the end of it, we'll figure, we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll all sort itself out. I think at this point, to say that Oklahoma is a pretender is a bit over a bit of a bit of an overreaction. Well, I will you have, say to have a lot of help con- for that to
2: They're a contender to make it. They're not a contender with anybody else that's going to make it.
1: I, know I would get, agree with that. They They'll will get killed.
2: Well, I, I kind of uh, I moved the line here with, with <laughs> Oklahoma. All right, okay. there's there's probably a way that some uh, real stupid person will go. Hey, they're undefeated. Awesome. Uh, they beat a cooking school. Sweet. Beating yeah, Texas. Liberty's undefeated about. too. You want to put them in the
1: playoff? Oh no, that's stupid. Well, so is the, so is Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I get what you're saying about being disappointed in Texas, but I don't feel I feel like you should give Oklahoma some credit for going in there and and beating them. You beat them at the Horn,
2: and that's the only team you play all year. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I don't. Is really this care. your?
1: Is this the Boise State argument? Is this is the oh, only yeah. game you got to get up for. Oh yeah, a hundred percent.
2: I mean, literally, yeah. Vegas is telling you what they think about Oklahoma. Okay. If they played again, guess what? Texas would still be a five-point favorite. Yes. That tells you everything you need to know. There's nothing impressive about this, at all. Okay, so you win a crap conference. Good for you. Your non-conference schedule was Arkansas State and and Louisiana Pine Mm -hmm. Pine Bluff Technical School for plumbers and electricians. I don't care that you beat them all. I I haven't been wrong on Brent Venables in two years, and I'm Mm -hmm. not wrong now. The minute they play, anybody other than Texas. It's a rivalry game. You get up for it. Pittsburgh Steelers just beat the Baltimore Ravens. Do you think they're better than them? Neither do I. I will say Oklahoma is a contender that may masquerade as a uh, – they're a pretender that may masquerade as a contender until they play an actual contender. I can get down with you on that one. I'm going to use the Cat Williams line. Yeah, it looked like a phantom till a phantom mm-hmm. dropped by.
1: We always end and up – And then with, it doesn't anymore. Right. We always end up with at least one, don't we? I mean, more, more years than not, we always end up with one CFP contender who doesn't belong who gets boat raced
2: I have a funny feeling Oklahoma's gonna take care of themselves they probably will uh Kansas uh, gotta go to Kansas
1: <laughs> when you got to try to keep Kansas uh, from putting up 40 on you uh that can that could be a little difficult but we'll see I you know I watched a lot of the Oklahoma Texas game and I felt like it was a pretty well played game Texas made some some drastic mistakes sure but those are gonna happen in a very tough game. I give them credit for winning. Whether or not they can win the whole thing, I, I don't believe in that. All right. My next one,
2: contender or pretender, the Ohio State University.
1: I'm going to say – The fact you thought about that is – I'm going to say pretender. I am too. I, nothing you do really overly impresses me. Yes, getting a win against Notre Dame was, was great. But you look at that offense – and the weapons that Kyle McCord has to work with. And if I was one of them, if I was Egbuka or uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. or who, I would I would beat him senseless. Kyle McCord? Yeah, because yeah, all night, all night or all afternoon against Maryland, it was underthrow after underthrow after underthrow. And they have kept having to cut back to come to the ball. And it's just. He's not good. No, he's not good at
2: football. He's not good at all. And uh, they can't either, win. They're, they're either going to be unveiled by, by Penn State or they're going to be unveiled by Michigan. One or the other. Uh, and, and Ryan Day, you, you can fake tough guy all you want to. You know it as well as we do. Uh, you played heads up with Maryland. Mm-hmm. And look, Maryland, that's a fun little scrappy story and they can score some points. I want you to really go back and, and maybe look at a recruiting ranking. Look at how many guys they just had drafted that's not a team that should be heads up with you in your house. There's not. So I'm with you. I think Ohio state's a pretender and, and Michigan is going to do just. Yeah. Michigan is going to do things to you that they would not allow to be aired on cable television.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't like Ohio state against Penn state in two weeks and I don't like them against Michigan at the end of the season. I think that very well ends up being Michigan and Penn state for the big 10 title because we're not doing divisions anymore right that's how we're doing this now correct okay
2: uh my next one i feel like uh, you should go first
1: because it's my team okay the Florida florida
2: state seminoles
1: i mean yeah you're you're a contender i don't agree with you you're better than yeah you're better than oklahoma and you can, you, we can go the same path if you want to of this is a pretender masking as a contender because you have a path. You run the table in the ACC, and sure, And by, and by the way, you help.
2: should run the table. Mm-hmm. This is another team. If if you lose a game, we're done talking about you. But now I'm just looking at the impediments in your way. You got a 6-0 Louisville. You got a 5-0 North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They both score points. Yep. And you you tend to let teams that don't score points well just score them mm-hmm. since that lsu game they have looked increasingly less impressive every single week and i i just have this weird feeling florida state's going to get caught by somebody stupid like duke at home mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're playing them in tallahassee and somehow they beat you or that one doesn't really resonate as much as it did at Florida, mm-hmm. who's who's not nearly good enough to play with you, but that's a
1: rivalry game, too. The pro- the problem with being the top dog is every week, what's that other team They're doing? catching somebody's best shot. Exactly. Everybody's coming after Florida State because we all remember, right? We all remember what it was like when they ruled the ACC, and we don't want it. It, it, would, do, <laughs> it would do a lot for me to see them freight
2: train Syracuse and, and Duke at home the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, you freight train Syracuse, you're
1: not going to impress anybody. Um, yeah, Carolina just did that. So that's not – I mean, Carolina just proved that's not hard to do. Um, Duke, I'll give you that. Other than that, there's not another game on there that I look at and I go, yeah, that's okay. All right. I, I got that's t- going to prove something to me. I, I got
2: two more, and they're in the same conference. Okay. I'm going to start with the one that doesn't have a caveat, mm-hmm. USC. Okay. Are you a contender or a pretender? I will say pretender. I will say that for right now because you just, you have gotten insanely lucky two weeks in a row. Uh, really three because you didn't play well against Arizona State either. But that triple overtime game with Arizona, I, that was one of my biggest bets of the weekend, and I told you that in bangers on Friday. Mm-hmm. USC is going to let way too many teams play with them. Do you know what their schedule looks like for the rest of the year? It's not good. They do not have a bye week left. Yeah. So all six of these games are in consecutive weeks. Okay. At Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. Utah in LA, at Cal, Washington in LA, at Oregon, UCLA. Good luck. And then you have to play. If you get through that whole thing, you got to play one of those teams again in the Pac 12 title game. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say USC is a contender. The offense is special. But Lincoln Riley has the same problem at USC that he had at Oklahoma. You cannot stop anybody. Mm -hmm. You let mediocre quarterbacks, mediocre programs. I mean, you do realize that was Arizona's backup quarterback, right? I didn't know that. DeLara did not play. This was Fafita or something like that. I can't remember his first name. He threw for 300 yards and five touchdowns. The backup quarterback at Arizona just did that to you. Noah Fafita. Noah Fafita. What do you think Sam Hartman's going to do to you? Mm-hmm. Even if you beat them, you're showing teams every single week. This is our deficiency. Yep, We have to score every time we touch the ball.
1: Cam Rising, is he coming back for the, for the Utah game? I've
2: heard he could redshirt.
1: I mean, I don't think it would be a bad idea at I this don't point. Either. Maybe a twenty-five-year-old, nineteenth-year senior, but hey, whatever it takes. Stetson Bennett won a won, he won a title at thirty-seven. Well, well, of course, so. I was about to say, of course he did. I think his son was a walk on <laughs> at Georgia, <when> he went <laughs> on that. Uh, And then you got to take on Michael Penix and Bo Nix as well on that schedule. I, I mean, that's it's just not good. So, I, I mean, I'm 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 in the pretender area with USC because that is a hell of a schedule to have to play, and you haven't looked. Dominant. Now, who's the other one? The other one is
2: whoever wins Oregon, Washington this week. Ah, uh, yes. To me, that team has to be in the top four.
1: Well, whoever when that the poll is, comes
2: out, you have to be in the top four. Well,
1: whoever that is is a contender. I mean, I mean, you run through the toughest conference in America. You you have to get some flowers for that, right? I, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, to me, the Pac-12
2: champion has to be in, even if they have a loss. It's too good. Maybe. Maybe so. You say maybe. I I, I don't understand maybe. I, I don't. You look at those two, those two schedules back to back. What is the incentive for me to play anybody ever? Mm-hmm. If you're going to let in Oklahoma or even – I mean, I'm saying this is a lifelong Florida State fan. You let Florida State or Oklahoma in over what comes out of the Pac-12, you're doing it wrong. You're sending a horrible message of – The only thing we care about is the number in that second column. Mm -hmm. We do not care who you did it against. Mm -hmm. Because the Pac-12 is a juggernaut. And the ACC is not bad. Uh, It's just Florida State doesn't have to play any of those teams. You played Clemson. You have to play Duke. You have to play Miami, who is still ranked. And (laughs) I, I cannot figure out. How somebody wrote that down, and I really don't understand how like 70 of you I was wrote gonna say down. a
1: bunch of people's did.
2: I just, how did you get to 25 and go, oh shoot? Um, yes, it's Miami that team that doesn't understand what victory formation is. Let's put them in there. I,
1: I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think, um, I, I, I don't know about the whole one loss thing. I get, I, I understand completely what you're saying. We've done it for years with everybody, right. Michigan and Ohio State from the Big Ten last year. Had to be in because that was tough and, you know, they beat each other. This is a year where I'm seeing the problem before the problem Mm -hmm. becomes a problem. Alabama and Georgia. Remember, both of them had to get in because that was the only loss that one of them had. Like, I get it. It'll be that way with the Pac-12 more than likely you're absolutely a contender and see to me i'm looking at the pac 12 going it's more likely that every
2: one of you walks away with a loss and none of you are in the playoff and it's going to be a travesty
1: yep yep you're in the sportsocracy and this is espn Asheville. the season we've all been waiting for is here No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
3: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times. And that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern
0: Hospitality Touch. The sports Sportsocracy. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! Back
1: in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville inside the Eagles studio. Low prices. Love the savings. San Francisco is no doubt the best team in the
2: league. No doubt. They will be number one in tomorrow's power rankings. I guarantee it. The worst team in the NFL is who? Now that, that, my friends, is much more of a competition. Is it? Uh, yeah, it is let me guess you're saying the kitty cats right? i
1: think it's the carolina panthers i don't i i do i think it's the carolina i don't panthers. you at least look competitive
2: yeah. i mean you don't have the talent
1: I was when, say, when you're living on don't... an
2: offense that is nothing but hate let's check it down to adam Thielen 47 times a mm-hmm. game they haven't looked very competitive Well, I mean, the bad thing for Carolina is that I can almost guarantee you're going to have given up the number one pick in the draft for a quarterback that looks less than awesome. Um, He looks less than awesome.
1: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Hard to look good, though, when uh, you don't have a whole lot of time back there. No. You can't protect him, and your offense is terrible. You can't run the ball. You can't run run a greasy peg up a cat's keister, as Jeremy likes to say. That is one of my favorite phrases. And uh and your defense is very suspect. I mean, they got pounded by the Lions and that wasn't any surprise. No. I mean, we all knew that, you know. I felt like that was going to happen that you were going to get dusted. I don't I mean, they I'm, just toyed with you. Right. I mean, I'm not I'm not really taking any celebration laps on the fact that Bryce Young was able to throw three touchdown passes. I mean, yay! I mean, just you you want to see
2: you want to see improvement. Uh, So you're going with Carolina?
1: I think so. They were
2: one of my four contenders, but they were not the team I settled on. They're terrible. Uh, The New York Giants need to be up there real high. Absolutely. Holy good gracious, you're you're bad, bad. Bad, 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 bad.
1: Yeah, not
2: doing, not doing a lot.
1: Is they Brian have.
2: I, I have a little trivia question for him. Mm-hmm. For it, for you. Mm-hmm. Can you name the players that have scored a first half touchdown for the New York Giants this year? Oh, Jason Pennock. End of message. Repeat the line. That's the only one, and he's a corner. Yep. That was a horrible throw by
1: two of 102-yard interception return for a touchdown yesterday. It was the first time they had scored in the first half of a game. That is That is that that is a bad, bad
2: NFL football team.
1: Yes. They're not good at anything.
2: And, and this is what I was trying to tell you And you were talking about the Saquon Barkley thing. I don't care who the running back is. Mm-hmm. Your quarterback is still Daniel Jones, and he is horrifically bad. You know that stat I told you about Sam Howell and how he was on pace to break the sack record by – was it 22 or something Mm -hmm. the only reason that daniel jones won't be right just nibbing on his tails is because he's gonna miss a game or two with uh, because his long giraffe neck got sprained the 400th time he got hit yesterday the giants were a contender the panthers were a contender Mm -hmm. but it really came down to two others for me okay the new england patriots (laughs) are you're just that
1: close you're enjoying this, aren't oh, you? Oh
2: God, more than you even know. I watched so much of that yesterday. Every time, <laughs> every time New England scored, I just went, <laughs> "That's a shame." You really hate to see it. You, you do. It's, uh-huh. It. It just it breaks your heart. And if it wasn't for my lowly New York Jets, you'd be 0-5, and I'd be even happier. But I'm not sure it's them either. Really, it's the Denver Broncos. It's the Denver Broncos. That's the worst thing okay. in the NFL. Yeah, that's the uh-huh. worst defense I have ever seen in my life. When when literally Nathaniel Haggett is telling you what he's doing every single play. Amy, I think I was about to drive her crazy last night because I went, I can tell you exactly where this ball's going. And I think I hit like 11 in a row before I missed one. Because mm-hmm. he finally did run a play action, and I went, oh, it's in the playbook. <laughs> I didn't even know. I thought we took all those out. Uh, Andrew Ayers in the YouTube comments said, Sean Payton's not a bad coach. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a terrible coach. He's a terrible coach, and you deserve every iota Denver Broncos of what you're getting. You know why? Because you opened your mouth. See, this would this would have been a winnable game because the New York Jets are not very good either. They have a really mean defense that, that adjusts quite nicely, and Brees Hall is a dog. They also have training wheels on a quarterback that's in his third year in the NFL, and you knew it. You knew it definitively. If Sean Payton does not open his mouth, about Nathaniel Hackett, they don't won yesterday, totally, mm-hmm. totally. But you couldn't help it, and see now this is the this is I'm gonna make a, a comparison. Sean Payton and I have a similarity because I run my mouth for a living, and so people really love taking victory laps on me when I'm wrong. Well, I'm right more than I'm wrong, fact or fiction? Fact. Nobody ever tells me. Oh, I got another one. But by God, if I get something wrong, Mm -hmm. you should see the list of TikTok comments. It was 17,000 as of the last time I looked on uh, the Evan Neal thing uh, from last week. Not because I'm wrong, because you disagree with me. Sean Payton opened his mouth and inserted his foot. And now, in five games, he has made himself look absolutely like the biggest clown show in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And he is. And he is. And now I'm going to go one step further. I don't think he has the cojones to sit down Russell Wilson. Is Russell the problem? Yeah. He is. It's not the play. Stop looking at the stat line. Watch the damn game. Mm -hmm. He has what can only be described as a rookie bonehead mistake at the end of that game. He bails out knowing they're sending pressure because they've done it for a full quarter. Bails out with the ball in one hand. It gets booped right out of his hand. Just take it back for a touchdown, beat you. Yep. He walks off and Sean Payton goes to lay in him, lay into him. Did you see his response? Russell. He took his helmet off, kind of looked at him, said something, and walked off. Mm-hmm. He doesn't respect you at all. This team doesn't respect you at all because you ran your mouth about how bad Nathaniel Hackett was, and you've been worse. (laughs) He was a first-time head coach. You've been doing this for 20 years, Mm. and you're the most clueless franchise in the league. Our buddy Soaring Eagle put it out in a super chat that I'm not 100% sure I can still Oh, there it is. So let me get this out of the way. Everyone in the Broncos organization, including Sean Payton, better be fired this month. Here's the thing. You can't. Mm -mm. Because Nathaniel Hackett was your fall guy last year. Weird. Completely different everything. Completely new coaching staff. Weird. Second verse, same as the first. Denver Broncos football. It's not the coach. You have a loser quarterback that everybody in the building hates. It's the most, ab- I watched one game because I hate to tell you this. I don't make it a habit of watching god-awful Denver Broncos football. I get enough of that from my New York Jets. I try to watch good time, good teams in my off time. In one game, I figured out this is not fixable. Russell, oh, but he's throwing for yardage. I don't care. I, I don't care. Zach Wilson threw for yardage at times yesterday. Any quarterback that makes it to the NFL can throw for yardage. Can you rally a team? Can you rally a team in any way? Because yesterday what I saw was a team where your your coach had runt his little mouth and you didn't back him up. You fumbled four times in an NFL football game. The only reason this game was even close is because they did too. You took a team that literally was running a seventh-grade offense. Couldn't stop them. Mm-hmm. Couldn't stop him to save your life. And then offensively, you had Jerry Judy. Uh, yep, that was it. The receiver on the opposite side of Sauce Gardner. Outside of him, four catches to receivers the entire day. Mm-hmm. Check down city to your running backs and your boy Adam Troutman. And I'm gonna say the same thing about Sean Payton that I said about the University of Miami. Man, you hate to say that, don't you? Couldn't happen <laughs> to a nicer guy. That's the worst team in the NFL, and I'm not even sure it's close. Yeah. Yeah, they are very, I, very bad. I did not see what you said about Robert Sala.
1: Oh, it was great. Until after you said it. It was great. Robert Sala comes to the – they come to midfield after the game is done, and they reach out, and the cameras, of course, are right on them. And you just read Robert Sala's lips, and he said, stay humble, coach. and, and Which is a beautiful response. And just went by, went by his merry way. That's all he had to say. Right, because they go back to the locker room and they basically you know, gave Nathaniel Hackett the the game ball and made him the hero. Uh, And now
2: Andrew Ayers, again, in our YouTube chat said, Russ is not the problem. The defense is the problem. I I, I understand what you're saying, but you're treating this team like it's a fantasy football team and it's all in a vacuum. It's not. Because you look at the talent on that team, you shouldn't be this bad. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you should be great. But yesterday you got back Justin Simmons, you got back Josie Jewell And you got back, uh, oh, who was the other one that came back yesterday? Frank Clark. All three of those guys come back. All your veterans. Defense wasn't a lick better. Mm -hmm. Why does that happen? Because your culture is awful. Because you had this blowhard coach come in here and say, oh, it's all Nathaniel Hackett. He was the fall guy. Worst coaching job ever done in the NFL. And you were right until you showed up. (laughs) Then you showed up and you actually did a worse job than he did. Mm -hmm. The only reason that you're not sitting at 0-5 and and have been blown out three times is because you played one of the other worst teams in the NFL and they out-terribled you for a quarter. I love every second of this. I'm not hiding from it in any way. I told you this was coming. I'm not going to tell you exactly how I knew this was coming because I can't. I want to, but I can't. And it was super predictable to me. You made a fall guy out of a head coach. He's not the problem. You emboldened one of the most irritating people on the planet Earth to be your franchise quarterback. And now he has no accountability because he knows you're stuck with him. Mm-hmm. So you got 52 dudes. A lot of these guys who are young guys that are really trying to make their impression in the NFL. Marvin Mims, he had a fumble yesterday on a punt. He was just devastated. And who did he have to turn to? I watched him. They put that camera on him no less than five times. Who do you have to turn to? Did Russ come over and console him? No. Cortland Sutton come over and console him? No. Not that I saw. I saw him sit on the bench by himself with a towel around his neck, just going, I cannot believe I just did that. Mm-hmm. And he sat there. And they showed him over and over and over and over again. And all I could think was this is from the top down. Not the ownership. The ownership's not involved. I couldn't even tell you what the Walton family looks like. But I can tell you what Sean Payton looks like. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what he sounds like, too. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what Russell Wilson sounds like. I can tell you what he looks like. Because they're out in front of cameras. And I look at both of those guys, and I don't believe in you in the in the least. And you have nothing to do with me. I can only imagine what the fifty-two guys in that locker room are thinking when they look at these two morons collectively going, What in the world have I gotten into? This is supposed to be an offensive guru. We can't stop running screen passes. We got a little running back that's four foot seven, and that's the only thing on this offense that's even kind of encouraging. And here's what would bother me the most if I was a Broncos fan. First half was competitive. It was about a heads-up game. Jets made a terrible boneheaded decision at the end of the half that cost him points, but uh, that's Robert Solling. Bad clock management. Clocks. Seconds tick. Never been different. Been the same way since clocks were invented. But you do all that, Jets go in at the half, completely adjust. Because the only thing you did regularly was get Russell Wilson out of the pocket because the Jets are in man constantly. What's the flex to that? Okay, cool, I'll play zone. You had one yard in the first 24 minutes of the second half. Wow. One. Your net yardage, you had 23 LS yards, than then I did. Yeah, Sean Payton's a problem. Mm-hmm. Can it get better? Maybe. But it's going to take a, a whale of a shakeup. And trading off all the pieces? Because that's the report now is Denver's open for business. Call us on Jerry Judy. Call us on Justin Simmons or anybody else in this locker room. Yep. You keep sending people out. You did that with Nathaniel Hackett. The problem's not who you're sending out. It's who you're keeping in. Mm-hmm. And he wears a number three
1: and goes, let's ride. Maybe. Then again, maybe Sean Payton will actually do what we want him to maybe Uh, he'll actually grow a pair you mark my words on this
2: if he had the the fortitude to make the statement of i do not care how much money you make and sat down russell wilson i guarantee you'd see a different offense Mm -hmm. not because jared stimm's a better quarterback that's not it that's not it it's like having a bad boss You show up, you work your tail off, and he rewards you with a pizza party. Yeah, woo! Let the good times roll! Thanks for that little skeezers there, Frank. Let me go back and play on my cell phone for the next two
1: hours while you think I'm doing something. We've all done it, you know you've
2: done it, and I've done it. And that's
1: where the Denver Broncos are. We talked about on Friday with the Randy Gregory move, that that was a shot across the bow to Russell Wilson. And then when I saw that final interaction when he fumbled the ball away and fumbled the game away and I saw how irate Sean Payton looked on the sidelines and went yeah if he had his way he'd do it the question is does he have his way or is ownership going to make him ride this out you're in the sportsocracy and this is ESPN Asheville
4: running a small business is no small task at Home Trust Bank we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring your dreams are our business and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At HomeTrust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local HomeTrust branch or anytime at HTB.com. Member FDIC.
0: On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, (laughs) And there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville.
1: Oh, what a fun day. What a fun day here in the Ingles studio. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, uh, one of these days I'm gonna find a way to have a second feed that is only the things we talk about during commercial
1: breaks. Uh they do get quite comical sometimes. Yeah. Uh it is there's a lot s-
2: of impressions that happen. Some of people that no one Nobody even knows
1: kind of knows. Nobody knows, but they are hilarious regardless. Right, be a
2: trend with your advertisers <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right uh let's get weird here uh, as if we're not weird enough um all right this is a good one a guy goes to a kfc you know finger licking good right kentucky fried chicken we're we're fans oh yeah big fans oh kfc is that's
2: you want to have a cheat day on a diet you just go to that kfc buffet and go i'm gonna need three plates
1: <laughs> uh, a young man named callum finn goes to a KFC, and he starts eating his little meal, and he's eating the fries out of the box, and then all of a sudden he runs into a crunchy part. Now, is this the good, like, really, like, 17-time fried skin that's been left in the in the vat, you know, that that little piece of a heart attack that just kind of melts in your mouth when you put it in there? Can you tell we're two fat guys on and diets? Then, and then after that, like all of your pills just go down like that for like a week afterwards because it's so greasy, but it's so good. Uh no, it wasn't that part. It was a screw. He found a he found a metal screw in his fries, in his little fry basket. And and I can't get that out of my head because I that is the worst sensation for me ever. Like if you're eating anything like chicken wings, you know, you're eating chicken wings, and you think you got the big meaty part and then all of a sudden you hit that gristle or that that end cap on the on the on the leg and you just crunch on it. It makes my skin crawl just thinking about it. Now, think about an actual wood screw. I make fun of Jeremy because when he chews, it sounds like he's chewing wood screws because his jaw pops so much. It does. But this guy actually found a real screw. The thing that ticks me off about it is that he Took pictures. Right. That's what you're supposed to do. You got documentation of. Look, I found this, and he's got the picture of the little screw with the fry, you know, oil and stuff all over it. Clearly, it came out of this box. And 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 apparently, KFC just completely ignored it for like three weeks. Well, I mean, that's fast food now, isn't
0: it? I guess
2: it took me 27 minutes to get a a salad and a a, a, a cup of chili the other day.
1: Uh, really narrowed down what uh, fast food restaurant it was because there's only a
2: few of them that have
1: jelly. Uh, Mr. Gallum uh, finally was able to get their attention only after he threatened to go get the Kentucky Environmental Health Squad on them if they did not respond. Uh, The official statement from KFC is that they are looking into it and they take this very seriously, blah, 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 blah. I mean... This is just it, this is a nightmare because it it does look like like a screw from the heat lamp fell oh. into the fries because oh. it's one of those little tiny it's not like it it's not a wood screw with a sharp end on it it's one of those that looks like it came off of a kitchen impl- appliance like it was holding the facade on the air vent or something facade that's great Ugh. Ugh. my
2: story comes from a state that we don't often get to tell stories about. Lovely state of Nebraska. Ooh. Two thieves decided to burgle the exclusive hype store in Lincoln, Nebraska. The exclusive hype it's, store? That's what the
1: store's called. Okay. Apparently,
2: it's a high end clothing boutique. Uh-huh. When they got there, they tried to pull on a strap on the front door, but they realized the door was locked. So they went. It's one of those pull down doors, so it's got the strap that lets you pull it up and down but it was locked and bolted to the ground so they uh, couldn't get through it. Uh-huh. Not no, they're not geniuses and you'll see how I know that. They're they're breaking in. The store's not open. Correct. Right. Okay. The store's All not right. open. All they're right. breaking in. This was at I'm 6 sorry. something in the morning. I
1: was going to say who? Why is there a sliding door like that? On? So, they break into the store by
2: breaking into a breaking through a window and then they proceeded to steal $20,000 in merchandise. It's a lot of a lot of clothing and shoes. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But the police in Lincoln don't believe they're going to be that difficult to find because they stole very specific kinds of shoes. Okay. They only stole shoes for left feet. So they stole all these shoes, but they got the display boxes. (laughs) So they put the right shoe out for display, but all of the boxes of shoes they stole were the displays that only had the left foot. Nice. So they're going to be trying to sell these to a very niche market ah you only need a left shoe i am the man for you right it takes a very specific kind of stupid criminal to not go man there's a lot of room in
1: this box I wonder,
2: I wonder why they package these this way
1: <laughs> keep throwing <laughs> them in the truck let's, let's just do it let's let's, let's go hey but they have not been know. found maybe it was intentional you know maybe grandpa had a had a combine accident and he's only got a left foot and they went yeah these are perfect well, it's a it's a women's boutique, so I'm gonna oh. say. hey, I'm not here to judge. Hey, okay. Uh, by the way, list your pronouns
2: at the door. Uh, by the way, <laughs> your uh, your story about the guy getting the screw in his dinner. Yes. I Guess they really screwed that up, didn't oh. they? Oh, but a, but a make
1: them laugh, make them laugh. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, worst yep. team in the league. I still don't know that I'm on. You know, I'm with you on the the Broncos. If you'd have watched
2: what I watched yesterday, I think you'd have struggled to not be. I mean, I did. Because it was you, buddy. (laughs) I watched, I mean, there are three stages of every NFL team. You got offense, defense, special teams. I watched two teams with three stages apiece, and I'm not sure five of them are not terrible.
1: (laughs) I think the Jets defense is
2: is good. Yes, they're good. Maybe a little overrated, but good mm-hmm. and they're not san francisco 49er good no but there's that
1: i i it's bad it's uh bad. i don't think we have time to play contender <laughs> or pretender I, I here let's we'll we'll, we'll
2: push that into the next hour yeah
1: let's do that after the daily draft coming up here um man it's just it's one of those days where i'm looking at it and i'm going what what narrative, what narrative is there that you could possibly, Jeremy, be on the Las Vegas Raiders to win this game tonight?
2: Oh, there's a lot of them. Um, a they're at home. Yeah. B, I don't think the Packers are a great team. Uh huh. Then you get the revenge game narrative with Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I I always what am I getting ready to say here? Is this
1: this the better coach, better quarterback, better at home thing? Oh, good Lord, no. Okay.
2: Uh, Certainly not better coach. No. But you have – because Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play tonight. Sure. So I think you have the better quarterback. Mm -hmm. And you're at home. So, I I mean, those two are enough to put me on the lane of you win. Now, in terms of the points, I'm going to look to Vegas here. Because that's what I always do when we – especially when it's a game like this where – I don't really know which – I don't think either of you are great, but I don't think either one of you are awful. Mm-hmm. You think the Raiders are just awful. I think awful. they're terrible. I don't. I don't think they're just terrible. They're, they're better than that Bronco team I saw yesterday.
1: Sure, yeah. But they were definitely on my list for worst of in the Oh, no.
2: no. No, no, no. At least not for me. Yeah. I would have gotten to eight teams before I got to the Raiders. Because we're so, at a point in the NFL where the bad is – shoe buddy bad and the good is whoo mm-hmm. shoe buddy good and then there's about 16 teams where you go hey hey you're just gonna show up and play each other and who knows what's gonna happen tennessee titans indianapolis colts let's flip a coin because you'll be more <laughs> accurate doing that than you will be picking who's gonna win these stupid games yeah no kidding so vegas does not have a tremendous belief in green bay they're outside of the top 20
1: mm-hmm.
2: in the latest vegas power rankings and I tend to agree. I mean, look, the Lions made them look really bad. And I don't like young quarterbacks starting on the road. Mm-hmm. I get a vet quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo that's coming out of concussion protocol. He's got a handful of vet guys. I think they'll be able to run the ball. And I look, I could be wrong. This is one. There are about three games a week where I go, okay, what are the Sharps doing? Mm-hmm. And the Sharps
1: are Heavily on the Raiders, which is are why they? this number keeps going up. Yeah. It's just it's just weird to me. I, I mean, I get I'm a little biased on the Las Vegas Raiders. But the Packers are the team that I look at and I go, yeah, you do have the better coach. And that whole home thing doesn't really matter to me all that much. I mean, I get that that can be a rowdy crowd in Las Vegas. Lee Le- but-
2: Bruce said Jimmy Garoppolo is not better than Jordan Love.
1: Yeah, he is. yeah, he is. I mean, it's not by one, leaps and bounds. No, I'm
2: not saying one of them's a, a, an elite quarterback and the other one should be bagging groceries.
1: Dude started a bunch of games in this league and, and he's one been of to them a was a Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, so don't. Hey, let's loves don't on, go kooky, Medu. J- Jordan
2: on on. loves on start number what six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's let's not. Now, not do now that. If you want to get into the talent for talent, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I could get there mm-hmm. because I do think Jimmy Garoppolo is the definition of average. But that's really what's swaying me in this game. When I saw the Vegas Sharps were on the Raiders, I had to figure out what the narrative was that was pushing that. You've got two mediocre teams that Vegas doesn't believe in really in any way. Mm -hmm. So the question is, which one of them is going to make the mistake? And if you told me one of these teams beat their team, it would be Jordan Love. Yep. Because I just have this – when I played this game out of my head – It was Marcus Peters makes a play. Jordan Love has one of those plays like he had against the Lions where he throws that god-awful interception where you just go, what in the world was that? Mm -hmm. And that's how it played out for me. This is, of all the games that I picked this week, uh, which, by the way, the Chief does come down to this week, and Bingo. we did quite nicely. We did quite nicely. This yep. Week. Combined, we were what
1: nineteen and seven or something like that. Uh, yep. I was ten and three, and you were nine and four. Yeah, and we are were... on either side of tonight's game. He's on Las Vegas. I'm on Green Bay. So tonight can be we're either gonna tie, or you're gonna or win by I'm two. I'm gonna win by two again, and then lose by two next week, like I did two weeks ago oh no Uh, no
2: tanking is (laughs) which is what you do is you win by two like seven out of ten weeks (laughs) and you have like a 15 game lead and then you just go completely out of your mind and get beat by 17 games in the last five weeks yeah yeah guilty i did that last year i was about to say that's that's actually happened that is two times (laughs) That is actually that's happened two times yes Yes,
1: that whole hubris comes slightly before the fall thing. It, as he says it every year because it's 100% true. Uh, but Green Bay, to me, I, I mean, I feel like they have more to play for. They have more hope. I feel like they have better talent. I'm not saying that the, you know Christian Watson's better than Devontae Adams. I'm just saying top to bottom on their roster, I feel like they're the better team. You, I, I'm not disputing you got, that. By you've way. you've got two stars at the like. If we did that fun little thing like we did for Super Bowls, where you see the, the 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 paragraph on ESPN where they list the top 25 guys in the Super Bowl, right? Like that would be this game. You would have Devontae Adams, Max Crosby at the top, and then you would have another Raider on there for a long time, in my opinion. So, maybe. and maybe maybe I'm embellishing. Yeah, you, you forgot just a little Josh bit.
2: Jacobs. Uh,
1: yeah yeah i like him tonight too yeah maybe maybe i don't know i just i don't like vegas i definitely don't like him tonight jeremy's got another banger coming up for you his favorite parlay for tonight in monday night football next the best season of the year is here tailgate season Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual.
2: With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan.
1: The Beast Unleashed, 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville November 10th and 12th, proudly sponsored by Ingalls Markets. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
2: Sometimes you just have to take the layup and not make things any harder than they have to be. Every day, I give you my favorite parlay, put five on it. And if you do the same at BetUs.com using our promo code sportsocracy, they'll give you 125% deposit match and up to 30 risk-free bets tonight, Monday night football Raiders minus the two and a half under the 46 and a half, but who's going to score the points? Devontae Adams, if he can physically walk, is going to score Uh, at some point in this game. Josh McDaniels is going to make sure of it. I'm not sure the Packers can keep Josh Jacobs out of the end zone. And they have so many options that I just don't want to do anything on the Packers side. So I'm going Raiders minus the two and a half, under 46 and a half, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams anytime touchdown scores. You put five on it just like I am, that turns into a $55 payout. It's not a home run, but you make a lot of hay on doubles. For more, find us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy, and take those wagers to betus.com. Use our promo code Sportsocracy so you can wager football with us all season long.
0: The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. The armature, actually. You just have to your lunchtime dose of dumbassery live from the ingles studio back in the
1: sportsocracy it is the third hour here on an overreaction monday espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am 1400 and of course we are heard everywhere on the iheart radio app and we're seen everywhere on youtube go to the sportsocracy.com click that live video link subscribe to the channel that way you can join us in the chat, get your overreactions in for the weekend's festivities. Monday night football coming up tonight, so the week is not over yet. As we do on a Monday, the top of the third hour of the program always. It's got to it's got to be stock up, stock down from the weekend.
2: I feel like I should have the first pick here because uh, I went to the I, I, I went to the coolest event of the weekend. Yes, you did. Ah. Uh, d- Jelly roll in person. Just uh, do it. It's a good show. Uh, My wife saw it here when he was at Silverado's out in Black Mountain. And then we both saw him in Bristol. He is in Greenville on Thursday. I highly, highly recommend. That is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Wow. And I've seen a lot Mm -hmm. of shows. All right. I have a reasonably high bar. Eric Church was good too. I'm not trying to undersell uh, uh, Chief. It Mm -hmm. was just, it was very. Was very produced chief eric church
1: oh he, oh that's his nickname that's what they call him oh okay
2: and then and and by that time i was
1: is he native american or something no don't oh think he is. He might you be. can't do that that's appropriation can't No, it. it's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah his his
2: by the end of it and it might have been that i was smelling sounds and tasting colors by that time but mm-hmm. uh there's there a lot of there's a lot of blinking things that oh this is this is a lot
1: so it was no doubt a you know a giant stadium production show, oh, yeah like full on
2: at bristol which is it feels it's that's one of the weirdest places you'll ever go in your entire life because you get in there and go man this place is tiny mm-hmm. i feel like i could yell to somebody up there and they could hear me then you get on top of it and
1: you go oh that's there's more there than there's i thought a lot. there was yep Yep, absolutely. All right. All right. So we'll give you first pick since you went to the coolest concert ever. Oh,
2: my stock down is, and I always start with a stock down. Yes. It's Sean Payton, and it's not even kind of close. Okay. But you did this to yourself. When you make yourself out to be the savior of the franchise, when things start exactly how they went with the previous regime, that's what you get. I would say right now, my Twitter inbox is 40% Denver Bronco fans. Just asking me, what in the world can you do to fix this? And I've had the same answer every time. Th- there's only two answers here, and you're probably not going to like one of them. But if you think Sean Payton's the guy, you got to move Russell out of the way. hmm Because there is th- there is a disconnect on that sideline that I, I haven't seen many times. Mm-hmm. To see somebody that has a resume like Sean Payton to come over and try to lay into the quarterback because they just made a completely boneheaded decision that just ended the game for you. And he just blows you off like, oh, just get out of here. Okay, one of you has to go. Yep. Because the dismissiveness from Russ puts his authority in question with the other 52 absolutely because you all see that and he's the highest paid super bowl champion quarterback and that's the way he's going about this then why would i respect you Mm -hmm. and that's a young roster and that's one And it's a young
1: roster with talent Mm -hmm. and i saw talented players and that's one thing that sean payton cannot stand he cannot stand for Uh, you also
2: should fire vance joseph immediately (laughs) Because he is, uh, if five games in, I don't need to see any
1: more. You are real bad at this. The ownership of this team went all in on one thing, Sean Payton. You do whatever you have to do to make this work, right? You you have to give him, you have to take the reins off here if there are any and say, do what you have to do, but fix it now. Because we're not going to put up with this forever. Well, there's three
2: things in football team building that I have always said that you never, ever, ever, ever do. One of them is trade up for a non-franchise quarterback. I mean, if it's Caleb Williams or Trevor Lawrence or wherever down that line, okay, you give up what you need to because that guy can change your franchise in a handful of years. You never trade draft picks for a coach, and you never draft a kicker. Because when things go sideways, there's nothing for you to do. You've leveraged yourself out to such a point. They were talking about, could you fire Sean Payton in a year? No. No. You gave up two premium draft picks to get him. He knows that, too. So y- you got to ride it out with with Payton and, and let him do work his magic, which I'm using. <sighs> I'm using that as liberally as
1: humanly possible. Well, he has to come to the realization of this isn't going to work. I tried. I can't fix it. So now I have to blow it up and build it from scratch. And there are foundation pieces. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nick Benito and and Patrick, Patrick
2: Rutan, Tan, yep. uh, Justin Simmons. I saw guys that I went, you have a role when this is good. I also saw a lot of nepotism that was Sean Payton guys. And that when it works, that's fine. When it doesn't work, you look like a moron. And you're steering into that.
1: Well, that's really what maybe that's hard. what all this has been about. Maybe all the nepotism that we're seeing here, his preferential treatment for guys like Adam Troutman, is all about getting guys on his side because his Could locker be. room is so divided. Could be. So I had to bring in guys that believe in me, that, wa- that will stand up to Russ, that will be the ones on my side when I say this is how it needs to be. Could be. Because Russ wasn't that guy, right? That's all we heard in the off season. <laughs> Granted, it was from Sean Payton, but... They babied him. They gave him everything he wanted. Made him the culture of the franchise. And in one year, you realize that was terrible. And now you got to tear it all down. Well, but this now is... you've got a quarterback and a coach that don't see eye to eye, and you got to give the quarterback or you got to give the coach the ability to tear this down, regardless of what it costs.
2: Well, and I heard somebody uh, in the last twenty four hours say this is uh, uh, this is rock bottom for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> no, it's not, because you play at the Chiefs next week. Then you play the Packers. Then you play the Chiefs again, and at the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. you can't even see rock bottom. Oh, the guy you lost to the guy that that destroyed your franchise? No, no, that ain't rock bottom. Come talk to me in about two months and tell me how far from that
1: you actually were when you said that. Yep, you're gonna get there. You'll hit rock bottom very shortly. All right, stock down for the weekend. My number one, it. It has to be the Dallas Cowboys, right? That's got to be the A number one to me anyway, because we went into this week or a lot of people went into this week, believing that you were on the level of the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. And you came out of this game with all of those people going, oh, well, we're crazy. I mean, you already got Jeremy talking about how now you're the fifth best team in the NFC. And I firmly believe that. And I'm sure you do, and I'm sure you believe that. I do not believe that. I don't believe they've fallen that far, but... I would be willing to listen on Seattle. Mm-hmm. I like
2: Seattle and have better than you have the entire time.
1: No, no no doubt.
2: But to me, you're not even in the ballpark of the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Lions. Because no. I do put the Lions up there with the other
1: two. Yeah, and I can't go that far on the Lions. Um, Which is weird. I don't know when we flipped on that. You are I'm higher just, on I, them, but I'm just—I'm—I'm I'm not to the elite tier. I'm not. I, I look at what the Lions have done, and I go, okay, you're—you're you're good. You can score points, and things are going well. But—but but, I mean, you did beat the Chiefs to start out the season. You beat the reigning Super Bowl
2: champions. You've beaten two more playoff contenders, and you absolutely squished one of the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what more you could have done to be any more impressive. Oh, you lost to the Seahawks. You lost to a Seahawks team that they had practically had to beat you. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was in your house, but it was in overtime too, and they and were coming off
1: a horrific bad start. And that's kind of why they're not in that in the, in that they category for me. Of yeah, but you already lost to one of those teams that you're say, that you're saying is behind them, right behind them. Yeah, yeah uh, it's it's know. not
2: like you're the Cowboys; you lost to
1: the Cardinals. No, no, I'm, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just I'm not there yet with the Detroit Lions. I like them, but I still feel like the Dallas Cowboys are elite when things are good they're winning games they're running the ball well they're playing defense well they ran into a team that is just head and shoulders above them and there's nothing you can do
2: very simple and this is probably the best way i can explain it sasquatch aliens (laughs) birds the government and the dallas cowboys that is five things that you should not believe in if you're over the age of about 10 years old
1: Mm mm-hmm my second stock down for the weekend is bill belichick
2: yay you did it so i didn't have to
1: yeah 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 uh he is now he is now in the last two weeks lost by a combined 69 points good for you bill last week
2: uh he got beat 38 to 3 uh 35 point deficit the worst loss that he's ever had Mm -hmm. as a head coach Mm -hmm. and then and that was on the road in dallas then followed that up with his worst home loss in the 28-year head coaching career of Mr. Belichick. It is time to pull the plug
1: on Mac Jones, and it has been for a real long time. Yes, there is no doubt. This is now the second week in a row that he was taken out of the game, and it's the second week in a row that Bill has said the same thing about it. No, he's still our quarterback. Mm -hmm. he's still our quarterback and you know we're we're gonna start all over start all over with a new quarterback i don't care if it's bailey zappy i don't care if it's malik cunningham i don't care if you go get brian hoyer or whoever somebody else has got to run this team right somebody else has got to be running this offense bill o'brien is not this bad of an offensive coordinator right i I don't think
2: there's anything he did there's
1: no reason that your offense should look worse than it did under pat matricia and joe judge but it does. This is a god awful team, and the fact that you know you've been trying to convince me that Robert Kraft is going to kick in that door one day and said, "I'm done." You know what? Sixty nine points in two weeks—that might be enough to get it done. Uh, you want to hear stat
2: of the stat of the day? How many teams in the NFL have scored less points than the New England Patriots? one. It's zero. Oh, there you go. There are six teams that have played one less game than them.
0: With they the have violence. seven
2: less points yeah. than the New York Giants, who haven't scored a touchdown in the first half of a game on offense. <laughs> like, it's that, not hard. They've only scored more than once in one game. So, it's yay. it's just, it's the worst offense in the NFL, and it's not even kind of close. And Bill is just going, no, where, 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 Max Teller quarterback. Okay. You want to go 2 15, more power to you.
1: Yeah. But You're I don't think tra- this is going to end how you want it to end. They're on track right now to go 3 and 14. And I guarantee you, there there will not be another day with two wins over the New York Jets.
2: Just yeah. so Patriot fans can keep saying,
1: "Well, but they beat the Jets." There will not. Whoa. There will not be another day after that that Bill Belichick is the head coach of this team. If that happens, if I don't and, see if a way. If he way finishes it three and fourteen, he 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 has to walk away. I genuinely
2: don't see a way it doesn't happen because I don't know who you're supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. All right, you're at the, you're at the Raiders next week. Bills, Dolphins, Commanders, Colts at the Giants, you could probably win that. Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs at the Broncos. I th- physically I don't see a way that they go better than 5 and 12. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. Because anybody with an even halfway cognitive offense
1: is going to drill you. And there's a perfect there's a perfect way he can do this, right? He can grab old Gerard Mayo and pull him over in a press conference and go boys it's time for me to step away and he got his arm around him good luck kid and turn around and walk out and that's the last time you see bill belichick until they you know put his name up in the rafters or whatever the hell they're going to do for him because he deserves every credit in the world for winning six super bowls but his time has passed Mm -hmm. and it's time to move on for the new england patriots i didn't think i'd be saying that but I didn't think they could lose by 70 points in 2 weeks either. Oh,
2: d- does that mean you you're ready to admit that I was right 3 years ago when I said that exact same thing? Yeah. And, and since then you haven't won a meaningful game mm. of any consequence? Yeah. Okay.
1: Just I just wanted to be sure. Absolutely. I'm I'm with you. But uh, all of these final chapters, not all of them, but many of them take time for you to figure out. Yeah, maybe it's time. The only thing I can
2: equate uh, the only thing I can equate New England to at this point is Millie Vanilli. This is like when the tape got stuck on Saturday Night Live. And, and, and if the good times had rolled, you were two attractive dudes, everybody loved you, you were winning Grammys, and then you got, girl, you know it's, girl, you know it's, girl, you know it's. It <laughs> hey, Will somebody turn the tape off, please?
1: It's time to turn the tape off. Right. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville, November 10th and 12th. Probably sponsored by Ingalls Markets.
3: Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process.
2: Hi, I'm Kyle at blindster.com. Want to say big on custom faux wood blinds, shutters, cellular
1: shades, and more? Shop Blindster today and save up to 50% over comparable blinds from brick-and-mortar stores. Get custom blinds at low prices and free shipping at Blindster.com.
4: Discover, this is Danny.
3: Hi, it's Jen Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries.
4: That's great, but with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Are you hungry? Because everyone left after the asparagus sorbet. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
0: The Sportsocracy.
1: These guys are a
0: fing disgrace.
1: And we're back in the Engel studio here on ESPN Asheville. It is The Sportsocracy, and it's an overreaction Monday. We're doing stock up, stock down from the weekend in the Daily Draft. Jeremy goes with Sean Payton at number one. I came back with the Dallas Cowboys and Bill Belichick as stock downs. Uh, i hate focusing on the negative i like to be the guy to focus on the positive but I, see this is one of those things like i have to focus on the negative because jeremy'll take them before i do if i don't fact. because <laughs> i have a bunch of stock downs uh i'm gonna i'm gonna try to squeeze some stock ups in here though uh you got a stock up yet i do okay uh brock purdy yep you That's good now
2: there's people like me that said oh he's not that talented he's not a top fifteen talent blah blah blah, blah you don't have anything anymore because now I can't just say, "Will you keep beating bad teams. You annihilated a contender. Yep. And I-, I think the MVP thing is a little ludicrous because I'm looking at to a tongue of logo. And, uh, if you stay upright, you're, you're going to win MVP because mm-hmm. you may break the NFL yardage record and you might obliterate it. Quite possible. Um, uh, but, but there's no, yeah, but anymore. You are elite in this offense. You are a perfect fit for this. And somebody is going to have to go into San Francisco and beat them to keep them from being your 2023 NFL champion San Francisco 49ers. I agree. We talked about that one, so I didn't feel like I had to give that that much credence. No,
1: grievance. no. I mean, Brock's been fantastic. Four touchdown passes yesterday, forget about it.
2: My my next is a stock down, and it is for Mario Cristobal. <laughs> you w- had gotten to a point where talent wise, especially after what you did to Texas A&M, it was easy to look at Miami and go, "Man, that's uh, that team's got talent. That team's got players. That team's got dudes. They just have to avoid the the speed bump." Mm-hmm. And. Not only did you hit the speed bump, you hit it in a game that was over with an unfathomable play call and you lost it home to a team that had just been drugged down the sidewalk by Bowling Green. It's as bad of a loss as you will ever see in college football. And, And your reward for that is you get to take a week off or, or, Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong schedule. Uh, it, your reward for that is this week you get, oh, you know who's that team that's oh, they score a billion points? The North Carolina Tar Heels. And then who do you get the week after that? Oh, the Clemson Tigers. You get a little layup with Virginia, but, you know, we've seen that you're not great with layups. NC State also layup. And then you get at Florida State and Louisville. Now, in one game, you went from you could be a contender in the ACC to you better mind your P's and Q's or you're not going to make it to a bowl game. Mm -hmm. And we have seen that Miami is notoriously quick on the trigger of coaches.
1: I don't see how you're not.
2: It may be the worst loss I've ever seen in college
1: football. It was real bad. I
2: don't know that I've ever seen one that I just looked at and went, I don't know how you come back from
1: that. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you would have to do to take that out of my memory. You can't. That's something you can't unsee. You can't unsee. You have to win out
2: and win the ACC. (laughs) Good luck. Seriously.
1: Yeah, good luck. Other than that, this season will be remembered by,
2: hey, you remember that idiot coach that didn't kneel on it when he could have? Absolutely. And, And you're just not going to. Your schedule's evil. And I'm not sure you don't get just boat raced at Carolina this week.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because I, you got to think about the the mental makeup of this is, this is 18, 19, 20 year old dudes that are going, we were talking about, we could be a national title contender because we got all these teams on our schedule that we knock off. We win the ACC, we're in the playoff. And because of a comically stupid coaching decision, now all of that's out the window. Right. Now you're just hoping you finish 9-3 and 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 everybody keeps their job. You're primed for a horrific letdown. Yep. And I've seen what Carolina can do to you because they just did it not that long ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was bad enough. Notorious B.I.G. has a really good point. He said, Jeremy, you don't remember the 2012 Iron Bowl? No, I remember it quite well. I was actually on the phone with my girlfriend at the time who had said, wouldn't it be funny if they blank, blank, was blank, that the and kick then six? they did, yes. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if they returned this kick? And I went, nobody ever does that.
1: <gasps> they did? And they did. And uh, it was one the, of the, the greatest difference there, moments in history. Uh,
2: no doubt. The difference there is one of them was Nick Saban and one of them was Mario Cristobal. One of them had a lot more credits in the bank account than old Mario has. Yep. Because every, every bit of good you had put in the credit column, was just debited. So now you're back to square one at best if you're not
1: overdrawn, and I would argue you're probably overdrawn. Yeah. It's bad enough that you didn't kneel the ball when you had a chance to ice the game away. It's how the hell did you let them go 75 yards in two plays? That last touchdown, that, that that touchdown, the walk-off or whatever, was comical when you see one white jersey behind five black ones and go – Oh, yeah, that guy plays on this team. Mm -hmm. How did you let that happen? I have no idea. Um, So I'm right there with you on the Mario Cristobal stock down uh, dumbass of the week. Uh, I got two stock ups and full, you know me, no homer, Uh, Georgia Bulldogs, because you needed that. Hashtag no homer. Nope. You needed that. I agree. You needed to come out. You needed to look dominant against a team that everybody else thinks is good. You got a top-20 team in Kentucky, came in between the hedges, and you were just unrelenting. The defense looked like a dominant defense again. The offense looked incredible. I don't know what quarterback that was, but somehow Carson Beck, he turned into Joe Montana because he had a damn near perfect day.
2: Well, that's what happens when, and I'm I'm not going to lie to you, about the time I hit the button, on taking Kentucky plus 14 and a half, I started thinking about that, and I went, they've heard all the idiots like me that have said that, and you might catch a very angry group of Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. I had better's remorse.
1: I went, I wish I could take that back. I missed <laughs> two six-leg parlays on that game. Oh, man, that's rough. That's r- I, But I was right there with you because they'd played close to everybody, and we hadn't seen that step yet. You saw it. You saw national championship uh, caliber Georgia in that Kentucky game. Now, can you keep it up? Can you keep doing this week in and week out despite the the large spreads that you're going to have and the, the sleepy times that are coming? Because they're coming. You got, you got teams here on your schedule. You're going to show up, and you should just walk through this. Kirby Smart keeps preaching no more complacency, no more complacency this team is going to roll to the SEC title. Uh, and the North Carolina Tar Heels—they're my second stock up. Hashtag no homer. Hashtag no homer. Forty to seven over Syracuse. No, Syracuse is not good. No, but no. I didn't care. Can
2: we stop falling for that every year when they start four and zero and we go, oh, the basketball schools are so good. <laughs> they haven't played not nary a team. No, not in the first month of a season no. in like ten years. Mm-mm. I think this is the seventh time I've seen them do that.
1: Where oh look how good the Blue Bloods are. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's because they don't play anybody. Yep. Uh, They're not good, but North Carolina was good. They played dominant on the defensive side. You have to do that against bad teams, right? You have to look like you're competent. And that offense is terrifying. And with Tez Walker being thrown into the mix, he had six catches for 40-something yards. Didn't mean a lot in the stat book, but it does to the growth of this team because he is the number one. And as he gets more into the into the fold here, this passing offense is going to become more and more terrifying. And I think that you know there might be some people that might have some spears on their helmets that might get a little uncomfortable. The better that this uh, North Carolina team gets down to the end of the season, I don't want to play North Carolina. I there want, play <laughs> I want to play Louisville. I want to play
0: Louisville.
2: Colin Green in the YouTube chat said, "Have we talked about the Saints at all today?" The hate is obvious. Well, you just didn't give me enough time because they're my next my stock up. Okay. I understand how bad New England is. I get it. But to go in there and do that to that coach, I don't think Dennis Allen could have done that a year ago. And, yes, you you just did what you were expected to do. But you did it in very big fashion. And I've kind of gotten to the point where, you know what, the the NFC South is better than we thought, except for the Carolina Panthers. Mm -hmm. And there may be two playoff teams in that division. Because I do not think they're – the mid and bottom of the NFC is – pretty horrific (laughs) i was gonna say gross uh and we're we're gonna talk about some of those teams coming up but new orleans that was that that was an impressive win that needed to be mentioned Mm -hmm. Uh, i have another impressive win that needs to be mentioned that we haven't talked about because we were on air as it was while it was happening uh doug douglas if you will eugene peterson esquire Mm -hmm. you needed that real real bad that's the Jacksonville team I thought we were getting. I, I'm, I'm picking Doug Peterson here, but I kind of want to take the entire Jacksonville Jaguars organization. Okay. Because that's the game I needed to see from Trevor Lawrence. It was dull as dishwater for three quarters. And it, it was dull until it wasn't. And when you were called upon, you found the way to do all the things you need to. And... That's a win Jacksonville needed because I just said the NFC South is better than we thought it was. The AFC South is too. I don't think any of them are great, Mm -hmm. but they're all better than I thought they were. Mm -hmm. So this is not going to be the walk in the park that I thought it was going to be. And Jacksonville with two good wins in London. Now, how Mm -hmm. do you respond coming back from London without a bye week? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. That's going to be the important.
2: Thing. I uh, that is, that is, been rattling around in my brain. I heard Travis Etienne say uh, th- that they were much better prepared the second week because they were acclimated to the time change. And I'm and in my head, all I could think about was, yeah, but you have to fly back and play on Sunday. And I don't know if you've ever had a time change that you were that adjusted for that long. It takes several days to get back to right. So just something
1: to keep an eye on. Okay, all right. Uh, final stock up for the w- why not? Let's just do that. Give me a give me your uh, your best kitty cat growl. <laughs> That's not bad. Not bad. Uh, right, do you, I don't, I don't feel know which like side it was your best. But. I don't know which side you're going on this. So well, you're not going to be able to guess either because I'm going hometown. I'm going Western Carolina Catamount. Oh baby. wow, fifty-two to fifty. It was a barn burner, but they went into UTC, beat the Mox. This team is now 4-1 and one, or 5-1 and one on the season. They get a bye week this week, and don't look now, but the Western Carolina Catamounts are ranked inside the top 10 in the FCS, and coming up after their bye week, they got a top 10 showdown with Furman, which is basically going to be for the SOCON title. They have been playing really good football lately. And they have got uh, a hell of a running back on that team and just hats off to Western Carolina for having the best pro the best season I can remember. They are on a roll and you know what? I hope, uh, I hope that they can, they can make a push in the FCS playoffs because I can't remember us ever having a team other than the Appalachian state Mountaineers that have ever made any noise in the FCS playoffs. And as much as we don't cover FCS football, you got to give a hat, you know, a hats off to Western Carolina, who for years has just been not good. I mean, their only loss, is, their only loss was
2: at Arkansas,
1: right? And they'll take on a Furman team whose only loss this year is to South Carolina.
2: Uh, Eat and sleep football said no Steelers. If I had another one, it would have been a stock down on John Harbaugh.
1: You got beat on the thing that made you a head coach. That's double points you're in the sportsocracy this is espn Asheville. when we come back it'll be time for the most important message of the day running a small business is no small
4: task at home trust bank we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring your dreams are our business and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate at home trust bank We take your small business banking personally. Visit your local home trust branch or anytime at HTB.com. Member FDIC.
1: We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from.
2: White Haze, Eats Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Meme Green.
1: And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect.
2: Always drink responsibly and you must be
1: 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. Back in the sports accuracy, and it is time for the most important message of the day, Jeremy Green. Don't do crimes. Yeah, don't do crimes. And you know what? If you're a lawmaker, um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not for passing legislation that would allow certain people to do certain crimes. Right? It's just it makes sense, right? If there's a law in the books that you're not allowed to do this. Then everybody's not allowed to do this, right? Correct. All right. Well, lawmakers in St. Louis, Missouri, apparently don't agree. Some of them, anyway. Um, you know, we don't do politics on this program, so you can guess what side of the aisle this this, this little gem is coming from. Uh, aside uh,
2: from <laughs> jokes. We do do
1: jokes. <laughs> but uh, the... The lawmakers there are debating a bill that has been introduced that would exempt homeless individuals or houseless individuals from laws against Don't steer into that. against public urination and defecation. Oh, yeah. Let them poop on the streets. That's, that's, that's a, a great, great idea. idea. Yeah, yeah that's, absolutely. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, the bill was introduced on Friday, and they're going to be discussing it and voting on it shortly. Uh, it says, after every sporting event, after Mardi Gras, we see people engaging in public urination. But enforcing those laws against that segment of the population is not the same as the enforcement that we see against our unhoused population. Hey. Uh-huh. I, uh, you- Never a good idea to allow people to just freely go where you may. Usually in this segment, I say...
2: Crimes. This time I'm going to say, don't poop on the (laughs) streets.
1: It's gross. Okay. It's gross. If it's a crime for me, it is a crime for thee. Look, if it's
2: a crime for Scruffy, it's a crime for you. Okay. (laughs) My neighbor, there's a $250 fine if you let your dog do it.
1: Stop it. $250,000 fine if you do it.
2: Uh, my story is is the definition of the machines are rising up against us. Mm-hmm. My story is about one man named Jaswant Singh Chail. He has an uh, a chatbot girlfriend. Or he had.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm a, no. She broke up with him?
2: Nope. I'm going to assume they broke up because the chatbot girlfriend... Was used against him in his trial because he decided he was going to kill Queen Elizabeth II. (laughs) He ascended the walls of Windsor Castle armed with a crossbow and had apparently told his chatbot girlfriend that that was his intention since he was an adolescent. Well, apparently he had a break with reality. He showed up, tried to do it, and when they asked him, he was wearing a Star Wars mask and said, and I quote, I'm here to kill the Queen. He... Was just sentenced to nine years in prison, which seems incredibly light to me. And the chatbot girlfriend was used in his trial. Mm-hmm. Don't fraternize with the computers, okay? Just there's somebody out there for everybody. Yeah, you know, and and some of you need to find that person. Mm-hmm. I found that person. I'm a very lucky man. Met mm-hmm. HWA. There's no person on this planet better 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 crafted for me, because we're
1: equally screwed up individuals. <laughs> Uh, this is why you should never be in a relationship with a computer. That, 100%. I mean, come on. That computer's always good to tell on you. 100%. And there's a lot of things that could be really
2: painful. Sorry. I make them laugh. Mm-hmm. Make them
1: laugh. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville on an overreaction Monday. That's not what they mean by hard drive. Boop. And moving on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: There was another one in there, and I, (laughs) I just don't feel like doing the floppy disk joke today. Uh, The NFC (laughs) in the NFC, who's a pretender and who's a contender? Jeremy, who you got first? Oh, in the NFC,
2: there's one team that I ju- I can't figure you out. I don't know what you are. And, and your quarterback was good yesterday, and I don't think he meant to. The Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> of course he didn't
1: mean to. You had to. Desmond Ritter throwing for 330 yesterday. You are a witch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 21-19, Falcons winning in a walk-off field goal by Young-Hue Q. Well, here's my question. Um,
2: What? do we have to do there's two things about the atlanta falcons a your coaches need to shave those weird mustaches because it looks like you should not be nfl head coaches you should be recreational pizza delivery boys (laughs) in a film that you have to be over 18 years old to watch stop doing that the other i can't understand is why do you keep giving tyler algier more touches than John robinson What's he have to do to make you understand that he is the best player on this team and it's not even kind of close? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're just trying we're not to give him too much too quick. He had two one-handed catches yesterday, one of which went for a touchdown that I am not sure any other person in this league could have produced. And yet uh, Aiden somehow. A Hutchinson
1: can. <laughs> did you see his one-handed grab? I, I did. It was pretty similar. It was I, pretty I similar to Bijon's.
2: Uh And also, just so you know, I'm not that I live by the credo of no homer. Uh, career interceptions, Aiden Hutchinson, four. Sauce Gardner, two. Should have had two yesterday. But he couldn't catch it. I, I don't know what to do with Atlanta. I think your defense is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know where you're at. Because you, you keep doing this thing where, hey, we look good one week. And then the next week, we look like piddle. Mm-hmm. And then we look good again. And, ah. You got they, three wins over teams that I don't know that any of them are any good. They are a
1: good-ish, mediocre team.
2: Can they be the seventh seed in the NFC? Yes. I, t- I think I there's tend a long to sh- agree. I think it's a
1: long shot. But I
2: don't because I'm looking at the schedule.
1: You play a lot of bad teams. Yeah, they got the Commanders. They got the Vikings. They got the Bucs. They've got, uh, well, the Bucks twice, obviously. Um, the Panthers, they still got to play them once they got the Bears. But other than that, there's not another game on there where I go, yeah, you're definitely better than that team. Atlanta, I feel like, is just a good, bad team. Like, they're at the top of the rest of the league. They're, like, at number 17 on the power rankings, and they never move from that spot. It's like them and the Pittsburgh Steelers are just locked into mediocrity. I tend to agree. Both good defenses mm-hmm.
2: uh, with a very inconsistent quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I and will very say,
1: frustrating running games. I will, <laughs> I,
2: I will say playoff contender, but playoff win pretender. Yes. You're not winning a game in the playoffs
1: with no. Desmond Ritter. No, not at all. Uh, and, like,
2: and I walked away from yesterday going, that's the best game Desmond Ritter will ever play in his life. And I also looked at the Houston Texans defense and went, you're not as good as I thought you were.
1: Mm-hmm. And sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. But they've beaten the Packers that way. They've beaten the Texans that way, where you had to come back in the fourth quarter to win it on the last possession, and good for you. That's scrappiness, right? That's all the things that we laud uh, Mike Vrabel and his Tennessee Titans for, just being able to gross out wins. And you can gross out seven to nine of them. Yes. <laughs> and,
2: and if you get very lucky that might be enough to make the playoffs mm-hmm. which leads me to the next team contender pretender the new orleans saints contender i will say
1: contender i i mean beating one of the worst teams in the league but you, but you didn't hoppings. just beat them you beat them to death I get nobody it. gets beat like that in the nfl i get it i mean except I fe- for the new york
2: giants the new york giants make a habit of it they they have a very specific. Kind of, you know, where I was headed with that. Uh, They, like, just get the sand beat out of them. Um, I I saw a side of the Saints yesterday that I – that can be the team I thought they were.
1: Mm -hmm. They can be that against New England. But can they be that against good teams? Because we haven't really seen it, right? Well, well, the
2: good thing is that you don't have to do that again. But one time – for the rest of uh, until the end of October or November, actually, because they play the Texans, Jaguars, Colts, Bears, Vikings, Falcons, I, there are a lot of wins on that schedule.
1: Maybe, oh, maybe I'd... not all of those are givens. I mean, well, the
2: Texans is not a given. The Jaguars is not a given. Exactly, I would say the and Bears, the, the Vikings, is the, the, the Bears and the Vikings is
1: Bears and the Vikings. I'll agree with. You. I don't know. The, but the Texans, Jaguars, Colts—you come out of that three and and0 boom! I'm right okay. back on your side. Okay, I, I I use that
2: poorly. There are a lot of winnable games, not a lot of yes. layups. Yes, there's nothing in the NFL's layup. Yes, because we have to be inclusive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just fair. Uh, New Orleans, I think they are a contender, but I feel like—I mean, th- them and Tampa are contenders because I think that division is going to be won by one of them.
2: I I will say New Orleans is going to win that division, and there's a great possibility that there's a wild card between the Bucks and the Falcons. Could Bucks be. didn't play this week, so obviously there's no new information. It's exactly
1: no. what we said last week. No, and last week you're going to, I mean, and next week you're going to see them get stomped by the Detroit Lions, and you're going to go, oh yeah, they lost oh to a good yeah, team. that's the t- there you are, <laughs> there there
2: it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, my next one, and we I, I've got two more here. Okay. The Los Angeles Rams.
1: I don't know what to do with you. You're a pretender who, uh, I mean, you're trying to masquerade as a contender, but I don't see a path. I don't see a path where this division's getting three teams in to the playoffs. Well, see, that's that's where my problem is, and I'm looking at
2: games with the Steelers and the Cowboys and all of the other things that you have to do, and – Look, I, I, you've definitively hit on Puka Nakua, uh, the Cooper Cup return. You're going to be tough to deal with offensively. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to have a realistic talk about Sean McVay. Not he's a bad coach, but you get away from the run in a way that I don't understand. And now you've done it in four of your five games this year. And you've lost three of the four that you did it in. Mm-hmm. I just, I almost feel like Sean McVay with, with Stafford, he's like a little kid with a toy. And, and all right, you, you got to go to bed, Johnny. Like, you, you got school in the morning, but I want to play with Aquaman or whatever it is. But, but you can't. You, you got to be somewhat balanced because yesterday they moved the ball reasonably well for, what, two quarters? Mm-hmm.
1: And then Philadelphia just went,
2: nope, and we're done. And I look at your defense and just go, you got picked apart.
1: Yeah. If you want to be a competitive team, sure, you got to be balanced. Um, You know, very few teams are like the Buffalo Bills who can't run the football but are still competitive.
2: Look, the 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 Los Angeles
1: Rams are not that.
2: Sean McVay is a very good coach. It's just I I almost feel like you've, you've been too successful for too long. And now you think you can outsmart everybody? That game should have been more competitive yesterday than it was.
1: And I put a lot of that right on the right at the feet of McVeigh. But is it because of the running game? Is it because he gave, he's not handing the ball to Kyron Williams?
0: Well, see, Kyron but, see, Williams think, has been
2: pretty good.
1: Eh, yeah, I mean, I guess.
2: Oh, uh, watch uh, watch the tape. He's been pretty good. The problem is that he's good for two quarters and then you need to put him on a milk carton because they completely seem to forget he's on the field. Mm-hmm. And they, and look, there's a lot of things that were working, but then you became so one-dimensional that it was not hard for Philadelphia to just go, hey, hellhounds. Every single play. Because they knew heads up they couldn't cover Cup and Nakua. So how do you deal with that? I'm just going to heat you up
1: mm-hmm.
2: regularly. And like Gigi Gambling said, they couldn't get any pressure. If you can get, and this was my fear with them coming into the season, is that if you can get, if you can impede Aaron Donald the way that the 49ers just did with Micah Parsons, they cannot get home. And it's practically impossible to win in the NFL that
1: way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's just, that's that's where they are.
1: Yeah,
2: I think that there's a lot of similarities between them and the Arizona Cardinals. Both have reasons to be optimistic because you're better than we thought you were.
1: I just don't know that it's going to translate into a ton of wins. Mm-hmm. See, Sean McVay ran the ball a lot back in the day when he had a good running back, right? When he when Todd Gurley was there, he he didn't do that. He didn't shy away from the run. It's ever since he hasn't had a running back that you can trust that he's done that. So, I mean, to me, that's the only thing I can think of is why he's not running the ball like he used to because i've well, I mean, got I don't, Kyron williams uh, because I'm, i've got cam acres
2: be- and i'm not asking that you have to run it the way you did with todd Gurley. you you you, you can't go three or four drives without doing it once mm-hmm. that's a good point point. and he's done that three times now okay all right i, I just I, I watched enough of that game to go this should be closer than it is and it just it never felt that way and then when philadelphia slammed that door it was like
1: okay well it almost seems
2: like they know you're Play calls.
1: All right. Do you have another one? I do. All right. We'll get to it after the break. We gotta, we, we gotta take a break here. We'll get it close out with the final one of the NFC contenders or pretenders
0: next. It's the season of back to school, back to work, and back to all the wonderful, fun flavors and friendships that make fall one of the best times of the year. For us at Ingles, it's the season of festivals, fairs, and favorite dishes. And from football kickoffs to baseball playoffs, from farm fields to soccer fields, we'll be there to help this fall be the best season of the year. Ingles, we're with you every step of the way.
1: The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on
0: Sundays.
3: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times. And that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: Back at the Angles studio on ESPN Asheville. It's the sportsocracy and our final NFC contender or pretender on this overreaction Monday. The Minnesota Vikings. Oh, pretender. They're bad. Not even
2: uh, close. And this the reason I wanted to bring this one up is, you want to know why I dismiss every time you tell me that teams play with teams? It's the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. Because you watch them, and you go, oh, you're bad. You're bad, bad. I mean, they were the fifth team that I considered putting the worst team in the NFL. Your one win is against the Carolina Panthers. You've played five one-score games. All of them have been close. The problem is you're not any good. Yep. I don't think your coach is any good. And I just look at Minnesota and go, this is a team that needs to be just exploded.
1: Mm-hmm. They already started it in the offseason, and now you need to trade Kirk Cousins.
2: Correct. Correct. There's somebody – there is – I don't know who it is. It's not, I don't think it's going to be the Jets. They seem to be fine <laughs> with a cherub boy. Right. But yeah. – this is just it's not a winning formula mm-hmm. it wasn't winning formula last year you were fool's goal last year and all of it is being it's bearing itself out now yep and you're going to keep doing this mhm
1: wait till they lose by 3 to the chicago bears in chicago and then come tell me that this team is anything They're and, and awful. now justin jefferson's hurt mhm
2: and so you think this offense is is inconsistent and and weird
1: before uh, Where do you see what it's going to look like now yep I fully agree. Enjoy Monday Night Football tonight. we got the Green Bay Packers and the Las Vegas Raiders. And Beat the Chief is on the line between me and Jeremy. We'll have your full recap tomorrow, plus a Power Rankings Tuesday here at noon on ESPN Asheville.